from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. This is You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast, powered by Air Transat. So yesterday it was so hot and so beautiful, and I got to work early, so I, I went down to the LCBO. Yeah. And there's always a dude outside of my LCBO who like sits on a crate. Sometimes he plays guitar. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes I buy him a coffee. Sometimes we chat. Sometimes I get him a beer. Like whatever, yeah. right? Cool dude. He's really, he's really great. That's nice. So I'm walking down the sidewalk to the LCVO and he sees me and he's like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, what's going on with you? And as I'm talking to him, I'm turning left into the LCBO. That's automatic doors that open. Okay, yeah. Right? So I don't have to hold anything, nothing. Sure. Like the outside doors are automatic doors. I don't have to do anything. So as I'm turning left in there, I'm still looking out of the building at him. And yeah. I'm like, man, what a beautiful day. And then as I turn around, I see nothing. But then like lower chest, I feel something hit my chest. Okay. And I, and I look down and there's like a tiny little man, right? Like yeah. old, okay. real old. And I can't see his face because he has like a green fishing hat on. Yeah. And I just feel his cane against my leg. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, and you can believe this, right? Because yeah. in order for me to tell the story, I have to tell it properly. Okay. Okay, so um, I immediately reached down and put my hand on his back because I'm about, to, I'm about to, to knock this little dude over. Okay. Right? And he looks up at me and goes, watch for the f- you're going, string bean. <laughs> okay. And then I immediately, I immediately at this point, put my hands in the air, right? And I look down at the man and I say, yo, this was on me. I wasn't paying attention. I was looking out the window. I'm talking about the beautiful day. I am so incredibly sorry. That is all on me. And he looks at me and goes, shut up. (laughs) And then turned around and, and walked out. And I'm like, I did my best to, like, I haven't apologized like that in a real long time, right? (laughs) Almost as long as the last time somebody called me string bean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's so big That is the greatest story. Anyway, if you are listening or you, um, if you went home and told your family the story of me, I, I, I was sorry then, and I'm sorry now, okay? I apologize. It was completely on me. Oh, man. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to go through a couple more reviews that we got on the podcast from Apple Podcasts. 
You can leave a rating and uh, leave your name, leave your comment, and we'll read a bunch of them on uh, mm-hmm. on future episodes of the podcast. Vicky Pena writes this. I used to listen to Roz and Mocha every morning on my way to high school. Now I'm 23, Oof. and I'm so happy this podcast exists. I listen every free moment I get. They are prime radio. Love you guys. So thank you for that, Vicky. Uh, by the way, the Roz and Mocha show is celebrating uh, 10 years in the next couple of weeks. And Cannot wait for that. It's interesting, too, because normally with stuff that we do or or I wind up doing that gets posted online, um, I never go into the comment section. Uh-huh. Unless it's on my own Instagram or something like that. It's a safe sure. space. My own Insta is a safe space. Yeah, I never go into the comments. Um, especially on things like YouTube and whatever else. It's where it's where the devil lives. It is an awful, awful place, that comment section. However, I just found out recently that the review section, which is basically like the comment section yeah. on our podcast on Apple, is like there are some fantastically wonderful comments in there from people that I've never bothered to go in and read because I'm terrified really of nice. people saying something oh, negative. like five stars right across so, the board from everybody. Yeah, so if you write something awesome, even if you write something terrible, but if you write something Something truly awesome. Uh, we'll give you a shout out and uh, get your comment on the actual podcast. Best podcast ever is a title from MKD Rep. Five stars. I have a long commute to work and I listen to your show every morning in Toronto. Furthermore, when I am on a plane, especially to Europe, two of your podcast episodes last me an entire flight and that time flies by so fast. Wow. Uh, the light during hard times is another subject from Ash9101. Five stars again. I started listening in 2009 when I was commuting to Sheridan College. Now, 10 years in, and this podcast has helped me laugh through some really, really hard times. Thank you so much. So again, wherever it is you get the podcast from, especially on uh, Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave a review, leave us a rating, and uh, we'll, we'll read them even more on the, on, on the following podcast. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, something that made the front page of Reddit that got a lot of comments, mm-hmm. like a lot. And I know people listening right now will have their very own stories. So feel free to share. Okay. What is the worst reason someone has used to reject you? Oh, like romantically or like from a club? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go with the romantic side. Okay? Oh, yeah. Here are some of the comments okay. from Reddit. I'm in a wheelchair. And I had a girl reject me saying, quote, I can't date you because what if we go on a date to somewhere with stairs? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that hurts. Another comment. She was really into fat dudes and I was only kind of fat. <laughs> Another comment. Didn't get asked out on a second date in college because my FP was too high. FP equals fat potential. Oh, oh, fat potential. <laughs> that is so That's mean. That's a thing? Yeah. Here's oh something that a girl said to a guy. Quote, yeah. I'm really into you, but I still think I want to be with my boyfriend for a few months. But when he goes back to Pennsylvania, we can start going out again. Oh, hell. Can I please give you one? Yeah. yeah. This so is again, this a is joke. What is the worst reason someone has used to reject you? Yeah. We can't date because we have the same name. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because I hit on the guy because I thought it would be super awesome if we dated and we had the same name, and I used to leave M&M's outside his door. But don't you do M&M's with Matthew, too? Yeah, shush. Hold uh, on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second here. Oh, no! Hold on a second. 
a second here. You've already tried to woo a guy with the M&M thing, and that's also your thing. With You want to get tattoos on your hands so it's the M&Ms when you guys hold hands. Yeah, but I mean, the past is behind me. Oh, man, you cannot nope. do that. Nope. So, oh. what is the worst reason someone has used to reject you? Let me read you some of the comments we're getting, Ross. Please. Because, quote, you rejected me a few months ago, and even though I still like you, it's my turn to reject you. Oh, wow. That seems like a real complicated game to play. Somebody else texted, after eight months of dating the same guy, he ends it by saying, quote, if I was 27, I'd marry you, but I just won't date you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I there, I know I've heard, I know a lot. Oh, I've heard no. a lot of those stories of you're the type of person that you you know you marry, not date. Or I never heard that. I only ever heard you're the type of person you date, not marry. My ex boyfriend told me he changes with the seasons, and in the summer he wants to go to the beach with his friends, so we can't date. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Come on! <laughs> Worst reason uh, someone is uh, given in a rejection to dating you. I had a guy said uh, he couldn't go out with me because my bay fr- my gay f- sorry because my best friend was a lesbian and was going to turn me gay. Oh wow! Can I read you this one here? Of course. Somebody wrote in and said I got rejected from a guy that was a photographer and he said quote you're cute although you're gorgeous in pictures i can't photoshop real life oh damn <laughs> yo people are cold what <laughs> 6870 go ahead yeah so worst uh, rejection for me was you have red hair and you remind me of your of my sister oh, <laughs> oh damn Wait, a guy no. told you that because you have red hair he rejected you <laughs> Because you remind him of his sister? Yep. And there's nothing I can do about that. You know, born with my hair, so. You know, on a similar, <laughs> similar, I would never, back in the day, I would never have gotten together with a girl yeah. that had the same name as either of my sisters. Hell no. <laughs> no. Right? I, I would mean, never get together with a Laura or a Lisa at yeah. all. But a name, a name makes sense because you don't want to be calling out your sister's name. Yeah, no. Right? <laughs> No, no. Or your mom? Yeah. Like, oh, would you? Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. No. no. Yeah. All Zarina's out there? Sorry. Thanks for the call. Oh, man. Oh, this to keep is up. always tough to talk about. It really is. With the comments. Just uh, dumping and rejection and everything. Texted. As somebody who's never been rejected, it's very hard for me to relate to this entire topic. But oh, God. Anyway. All right, here we go. Uh, somebody texted, we can't date because you live in Vaughn and I live in Etobicoke and that's a long distance and I don't go the long distance. Wow. Somebody else texted and said he wanted to keep his options open. Oh. Everything's too casual these days, man. I got dumb because he said his grandma was allergic to the perfume that I wear. Oh, shut your mouth. No, you didn't. We can't date because you're prettier than me, and I like to be the pretty one in the relationship. Mm, been there. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Hey, Kiss, it's Razamoka. Yeah, so I was told by a guy that on paper I was perfect, but in real life it just wasn't working out. What do you mean on paper it was perfect? That if you like looked at my qualities on paper, I was the perfect girlfriend. 
Yeah. But in real life, <laughs> it didn't work out. Oh, no. Like, he just wasn't uh, into you physically? No, he said, like, I, I'm beautiful. Yeah. But, just, you know, in real life, it, it wasn't good. That's like saying you have so much potential, but you've just blown it all. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Like, when I write down everything about you, it all makes sense. But then when I talk to you, it's just ruined. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what he said. Wow. Oh, no. Wait, yeah. so were you dating this person for a bit, then he realized, or he came to his yeah, own realization? Like, oh, okay. Like three months. That's crazy. That's like probation at a job. Where are you meeting guys? <laughs> Just and let me ask you that. Where are you meeting guys? Oh, like I I had met him online. I've been with someone for like two years now. Yeah. This was a while back, but where'd you meet where'd you meet your current guy? Online. Online, yeah. See, that's the thing. And we talk about this a lot on this show, which is the problem with online dating. The real problem, and it's not like they fake their picture and they all this stuff. The problem with online dating is everybody is now just looking for their twin. Yeah, it's true. Right? Everybody, you know, yeah. you, you put in everything that you like and you want to match up with somebody who's basically your your equal, but just somebody else. And that shouldn't be that way. Yeah, fair enough. What's your name? <laughs> Stephanie. Thanks so much for calling in. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Air Transat flies to over 60 destinations in 26 countries, and they got direct flights to 26 destinations in Europe alone. I'm always happy to talk about Air Transat. I've flown on Air Transat a bunch. Uh, They're fantastic. And you got to check out the Kids Club. We all know that. But listen, you can fly to Croatia, Mm. Paris, Mm. Athens, Mm. Dublin, Mm. Italy, Mm. Amsterdam, Mm. Portugal, Mm. Spain, Mm. London, Mm. plus so many more. How many of those places have you been to? I have been to uh, Paris with my dad. Yeah. I have been to... You went to Paris with your dad? Yeah. Really, huh? It was a weird trip. Like the city of lovers? You went to... Really? (laughs) I was a kid, and I had spent a summer in London with my aunt. Right. And my parents, at the end of summer, flew to London to spend two weeks. And for a couple of days... I don't know the conversation that took place, but all I remember is that my dad ended up on a boat and we were on our way to Paris. And the very first night we were looking for a place to eat and looking for McDonald's of all places and ended up in a weird part of Paris where for blocks and blocks and blocks, as a kid, it seemed like blocks and blocks and blocks. Maybe it wasn't. But it was all like triple X strip joints oh, on both sides of the street. And wow. like dudes like handing out flyers and stuff. And my dad was just like mortified. Like, keep your head straight, just follow me. Let's just keep walking. Don't stop and talk to anybody. Your dad reminds me of Bruce Paltrow. Do you remember that story Gwyneth Paltrow told on Oprah all those no. years ago? So Gwyneth Paltrow was talking about her dad, Bruce Paltrow, who um died. And she was saying that when she was a kid, her dad took her to Paris yeah. because he said the first time you ever go to Paris, you should go with a man who's going to love you forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is kind of sweet, right? Yeah, but... Which is kind of sweet, but that's like your dad, right? <laughs> Mocha, the first time you go to Paris, you should go with a man who's going to love you forever. Anyway, when you book with Air Transat, you are already... On vacation and not just Paris. Let's go through these again real quick. Croatia, Paris, Athens, Dublin, Italy, Amsterdam, Portugal, Spain, London, plus many more. 26 destinations in Europe. 60 destinations in 26 countries overall. All right. AirTransat.com. AirTransat vacation is calling. Speaking of calling. Yeah, let's take a phone call. Good morning. 
Carrie, it's Razamoka. It is. Okay, one second. Let me go wake her up. Well, uh, hold on, oh, hold, hold on, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, on Carrie. Like Carrie. Give some backstory here. <laughs> Carrie DM'd us, Roz. Yeah. Uh, and today is uh, one of her, her friend's birthdays. She's celebrating her 40th birthday. And, it is. It's a big one. And you guys were out celebrating last night. She is currently sleeping on your couch. Yes. Okay, oh, what wow. were you guys getting up to last night? We had a surprise party in our backyard. Uh-huh. And so we had a ton of people show up. And then because it's a weeknight... At 11, we shut it down, and we went to Gerard, and went to Port Romeo, and then Vatican, and danced till 3 in the morning. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, no, so she's in a little rough shape, huh? And then we went and found um, oh. some fast food. So she's feeling great. Oh, oh God. Damn. Okay, so what's her name? Her name is Jen. Okay. Is she going to be pissed if you wake her up after just like- Oh, I hope so. Just going to sleep? I hope so. There's going to be a bit of a struggle, but then she's probably going to freak out. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's awesome. Hold on one second. Okay. Don't tell her it's us. Hello. Jen. Yes. Happy birthday, girl. Hello. Jen. Jen, it's your boyfriend's Razamoka. Hello. Jen. Oh my god. Are Jen. you like legit that hungover? Yes. Jen. 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 It's Razamoka. <laughs> Alright, well this went hold on. Jen. 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 Yes. It's Razamoka. Hi. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. How are you feeling right now? I'm uh, not that good. No. How's Can your you... head? Oh, my God. I just got woken up like in a deep sleep. Yeah. Are you really like on the couch and with like that one foot on the floor because to get the spins? <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> uh, can you remember uh, what you drank last night? Everything. Oh. Okay. Start. Well, start. Start with the list here. What'd you start with? What'd you end with? Um, wine. <laughs> yeah. Tequila. Oh. Gin and tonic. Oh. Okay. And it, sounds, yeah. it sounds like a lot of it. All right. Well, listen. Go back to sleep. We just wanted to call to say well, happy birthday. No, we got to sing. Think? Oh yeah, we have to sing oh, too. Yeah, Maury, come in here. <laughs> Jen has a pounding headache. <laughs> Oh my God. Jen, your gift to us with your pounding headache oh my God. Is, the, is the sweet sounds of Dammit Maury singing Happy okay. Birthday. Now we're going to sing the extended version too, so you got to stay on the line for this one. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. Jen, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Maury, if you would like to start us off. This is going to be a uh, count to five as opposed to count to three to start. Okay, here All we right. go. Ready? Yeah. And a slow count. One, two, three, four, five. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Thank you. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
All right, we're getting closer. July 4th, Stranger Things, season three. Oh. God, I love this show so much. And I've started rewatching from uh, season one the other night. I'm on episode five now. Are you going to get through everything before? <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm watching it with Roxy. So three. Is she going to watch season three? You think she'll be interested? Like so she's, far, how she's is really, she? She's very engaged by it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teenage making out. Sure. Right? You know, a lot of BJ jokes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but other than that, she's very engaged. She knows when to close her eyes, but she Aww. doesn't close her eyes. Like, it's so funny. Like, it's the funniest thing. We're watching the episode last night, and it's cutting back and forth between Nancy and Steve in the bed uh-huh. making out. And, oh, when he's stuck into her room? No, and um, and Deb getting attacked by the demigorgon in the pool. Oh! So it's cutting back and forth. It's quick cuts back and forth, quick cuts back and forth. Yeah. And my kid is on the couch closing her eyes, but she's only closing her eyes for the making out parts. Oh, so <laughs> she want to witness the part yes. taken by the Debbie yes. Gorgon? So she's closing her oh, eyes man. for the making out parts and opening them to watch Barb get taken <gasps> she, by the Demi Gorgon. She can't catch a break, Barb, huh? <laughs> no. Not even from a nine-year-old. <laughs> no, not <laughs> at all. Three years later. Yeah, and, she hasn't asked, <laughs> and she hasn't asked one question about her since. Oh, no, justice for Barb. <laughs> uh, yeah, so everybody's pumped for, uh, for season three. I can't wait for season three. It drops July 4th. On Netflix. And uh, Billy Hargrove is the guy, I mean, the guy with the abs and the mullet. Yeah, with the blonde from, mullet. From last season, yeah. from season two. Uh, Dacre Mon- Montgomery, he was in town. Talked to Dan Mori. And if you saw the latest trailer where it's like a bunch of moms hanging out at the pool and they got their bikinis on, yeah. and then he walks out in his... Just a whistle and his shorts because he's a lifeguard. Oh, of course and they're just he like is. all eyeing him. Oh, of course. He just is. eyeing him. Okay, so what is it like being a heartthrob? Like I, I uh, having moms drooling all over you. Yeah, You're a heartthrob and a villain. I mean, did those both come naturally to you? Mate, neither. It's all an illusion. Fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> That's all I'm doing, mate. Um, my biggest thing is making this a nuanced character and role and not just a stereotype of either of those two things. Well, did you ever say in them putting, you know, you're making your skin glisten in the poster? Oh, yeah, mate, I'm all about skincare. Now, that's a whole other <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. poster, you're glistening. Yeah. Mate, I'm glistening. Um, Amy, um, who's the head of the makeup department, Yeah. I, I think, yeah, the first time she met my girlfriend, who's over here, she was like, I had a G-string on, and she was halfway up my bum with, like, a fake tan mitt on, <laughs> or something like that. So, you know. <laughs> the ebb and flow of life. But there's definitely some glistening moments. I, I, look, I won't go past shaving around my nipple. And <laughs> just being really manscaped, I think, is really important. Uh, wow, that's so great. Can I tell I, you? Is he Australian? I had no idea he is. Yeah. Is he Australian? That's he is, Australian, that accent. Right? I had no idea. What yeah. a, like a great. That's wild. Great American accent he has in, uh, in Stranger Things. What are you looking forward to most? about season three that you think all of us fans who love the show will also love? It's bigger budget. You know, it's like it's, the sets are incredible. CGI is amazing. The stakes are higher. You know, it makes your heart beat faster. Mm. It's so much fun, dude. I can't tell you. I just sat and watched it with my partner in Australia at home and it's so incredible. Does it answer questions? Does, does uh, Will the fans... Will things be answered? Yeah, all those burning questions you fans have out there will definitely be Some, answered. Some, and I think there will be more questions being asked, you know? Yeah. 
which is uh, the which is good, which, which is I great. think is is yeah. the natural evolution of any good show. Right, is the constant expansion of the world. Oh, cannot wait! Season three, Ooh. Stranger Things, July fourth on Netflix. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I started watching Stranger Things, and I had to finish. I felt I needed to finish that over the weekend. Oh, guess who did? Did you, did you watch the whole thing? Whole thing. Yeah, and I watched the whole thing. Did you watch through the very yeah, last episode, I saw the that. credits and yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 I saw that. I, I've never in my life seen a show. First of all, they waited way too long between seasons because those kids look like now they're acting like children. I agree. Uh, I don't like Will. I never have. I think he's weird. <laughs> he has very little. You know, Will... They get his whole season, they're like, you know what you get to do? Get goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Okay, great, thanks. You get to feel up your neck. <laughs> yeah, great, thanks. Uh, but I've, I've rarely... When's the last time you saw a show that did a second season where the, there were so many mistakes made in the second season of a show that going into a third season of a show, they tried to correct those mistakes by just completely ignoring that the entire thing happened. Yeah. Like, if you go back and you watch, before going into season three of Stranger Things, you can watch the recap. And I watched the recap. Yeah. And even in the recap, they cut out every single aspect of when Eleven went to Philadelphia and hooked up with oh. number eight. Her quote unquote sister. Yeah. That all that is completely stricken from the record. Yeah. It is not mentioned. It's not referenced. There is no world because in season three where other kids like Eleven exist. Because that was the one episode that made so much noise for having nothing to do or just like People were just unhappy with it. But that was the whole season last year. That was episode one. No, like, I know. Number eight was the first person you because, see in yeah. episode in season two. They but could have used eight's help in this. That's season. what I'm saying. Like, so it, it was you. I was yeah, like, are they going to do like an Avengers type thing of where the, she then calls on number eight and everything else? And I'm like, no, no, that's going to be in the, in season four. Hell no, dude had yeah. the walkie-talkie that he said could go from one end of the world to the other. Yeah, they could have walkie-talkied eight. No, but she's gone though. They didn't like that because yeah. fans didn't like that. Right, and they, they so didn't what even include did you... it. I finished it last night. Oh, I was, you yeah, last I guess night. I was okay. like, I don't want to. I, I I didn't want to go on Twitter because I know that somebody's going to spoil it for me, right? And because oh. you know, and so I wait. I stayed up till twelve thirty last night watching this bloody thing. Okay, so it dropped on July fourth, which was Thursday. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like at midnight. Like as soon as midnight hit, it was yeah, going to be there. Midnight LA, so three a.m. here. Yeah. So I didn't know that. So I waited up until midnight. No, and waited like at least 30 minutes and then I saw on Twitter yeah. that Stranger Things, the, the Twitter account uh, had a countdown and then I did the math and I was like okay, so 3am Eastern. Yeah. Um, it's a problem. But within that I read a friggin' spoiler. Oh, see, I didn't, I, I, I was I managed to oh, stay sorry, no, within from... that time within the time that I read that tweet and then when I woke up because people had started watching. Yeah. So within the first like three up, I read like a minor spoiler sure. within uh, the first three episodes yeah. when I woke up the next morning. But they really fixed a lot of their problems because the problem, the other problem with season two is that they, they did what a lot of people, the mistake a lot of people make when you're going into a season two or you're working on a sequel and Guardians of the Galaxy was guilty of this too, which is they broke up the band. Yeah. Because in season two, everybody was all on their own, mm -hmm. right? Where in season three, Dustin's the only kid uh, who's not with the main group the entire time, right? Which is great. It's, it, was, it was, I much preferred season three over season two, but I started watching season Season one with Roxy, 
last week. Yeah. And so we plowed through season one and then started season two. And then Catherine comes in and she's like, no, I think season two is too scary for her. Oh, no. Yeah. So Why would you like, say that? Like Come three, on. three episodes in. So now Roxy's like stuck. No, but it's Roxy's oh, yeah. choice if it's too scary. If she I wants know. to watch it, Sometimes watch. it is when you got a kid. Sometimes you leave that up to them, right? And sometimes yeah. you got to step in. And Catherine's like, as the responsible parent, I have to like say, Rox, it's just, it's not appropriate right now. And she's like, okay, cool. And I go, but Rox, as the irresponsible parent. Yeah. <laughs> here's what's cool. Mom's got pottery two nights this week. <laughs> <laughs> so we good. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, question for you. Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. Is Will gay? Will? Yeah. That's the that's the headline. Let me read this to you here. Okay. Maury, come in here for a second. I need your take on this. Bring your gaydar with you. If you can still say that. I don't know if you can. Um, so the guy who plays Will Byers, Noah Schnapp. Yeah. Did an interview because of all the online talk that the character is gay. This is based on the conversation that Will and Mike had in the case of the missing lifeguard episode. So that was like episode three, maybe something like that. So in the episode, Will and Mike are playing Dungeons and Dragons when Mike and Lucas talk about how they just split with Eleven and Max. Spoiler alert. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Everybody saw it. No, I'm okay. just kidding. And then Mike at one point says to Will, it's not my fault you don't like girls. So that's why they think that he's gay? And then so this is what launched all the speculation that Will Byers is gay. And then so Noah Schnapp does this interview where he said, quote, it's really up to interpretation, saying, while all the characters were out developing and growing up, Will was in the upside down, and he was alone there, not interacting or connecting with his friends or the rest of the world, and when he got back, he expected everything to just go back to the way it was before, how it was when he was normal, and when he was a kid, and he wanted to go back to the basement and play D&D. So, before I get... Hold on. Yeah. But... I know. What he's saying, all of that happened in season one. Like, he still had, Will's character still had, like, a full year and a half with his buddies. Right, and let's not forget that Will was in the Upside Down for a week. Yeah. Not a year. So... It was a week that he was in the Upside Down. Right? Are they just trying to completely eliminate all of season two? I think so. Like, they're trying... That's what it sounds like. They're mind flaying us, yes. And like yes. eliminating everything that we know from season two. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, because we'll been back for a long time. A, lo- a long time. Yeah. Did you get any sense of that one? Did you even catch that when they said that? I, I did, but I just thought it was like what every boy says to every other boy. Oh, you just don't like girls. Like I just yeah. thought that's a teenagery thing to say. Like I right, took like you're it, not into girls just yet. Yet I took it as it's not my fault you don't like girls yet. Yeah, I didn't take it as it. it's not my fault you're gay. Also, yeah. gay guys don't like Dungeons and Dragons in my world. Well, that you have a very small world, though. Yeah, I know, like I've never yeah. played that. No, but uh, but yeah. So that's the that's the 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 speculation is that Will is gay God. based <laughs> based on the stupid, fact that man. based on the fact that all his friends around him when he was in the upside down for a week discovered girls while also looking for him and saving the world. No, but here's sorry. Here's the thing, though. 
Again, I think they're trying to erase all of season two. Yes. Because all the girl stuff didn't happen until season two. Right. And Will had been back yes. from the upside down. Oh, yeah, no, he's been for he's way been way more than a year. No, Will Byers has been a regular kid for he was in the upside down for a week. Yeah. He's been a regular kid. Like when season three starts, he's been a regular kid for a full year now. Mm-hmm. Like, he's had time to adapt. Like, it's not like he was there and then the rest of the world sort of went on without him for a year. And then he came out and he's like, guys, you want to play D&D? And they're like, no. You know, like, it's not like they all grew up. He went to camp. Yeah, yeah. That was it. He came that back. Was, he came back, right? Yes. Man. So to chill on the internet. Yeah. So it's really, it's really wild. I don't like. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he does wear those shorts, though, right? But we all wore those shorts, yeah. <laughs> right? We all Boy, wore. It's like, Yo, I still got those shorts. Ross and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix? Ross and Mocha got you. Jessica. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Doing great. Welcome to Raza Mocha's Fix My Life. Thanks. Okay, oh, Jessica. Jessica. Uh, how old are you? I'm 21. Okay, here we go. Okay, Jessica, you wrote <laughs> us this. Raza Mocha FML. My boyfriend is someone I love dearly, and we've both been hurt by other people before, so I really didn't think he'd hurt me. My friends and family love him, which has also never happened with anyone I've seen before. But the other day, I felt like something was off, and... And on his watch, I saw a text come through for a Tinder account code. I want to ask him if he has Tinder, but I don't know how to bring it up in a way that he doesn't think that I don't trust him. Uh, In all my relationships, I've been cheated on and lied to, and I really don't want this to be the same. I just need to know what's going on here. So a couple of things. Um, You not asking him if he's cheating does not mean that he's not cheating you know like i know that you yeah. d- i know that you don't want to know um but pretending that it's it, it's something that doesn't exist doesn't help that anyway yeah i know i just don't see him as that type of person how long have you guys been dating for since like the beginning of this year <laughs> oh okay so, so seven months yeah okay. okay and how old is he uh he's 21 too how'd you okay. meet uh we used to work together and then now he's working somewhere else but have you guys ever had the conversation of have you ever dated on tinder have you guys like did you have tinder at one time yeah like as far as i knew we both deleted tinder in like january february as well Mm -hmm. so i wasn't really expecting to see a text pop up on his phone for a code (laughs) but so explain to me what happens because i don't know how tinder works like if you sign up like that is that a normal thing that pops up asking you for a code for tinder yeah, you sign up and then you enter your number in and it'll text you a code to verif- like verificate that that's your number. Okay. So you think and that you think that he just recently signed back up to Tinder? I don't know. Like he could have cuz it doesn't make any other sense as to why his number would get a code, right? Uh, <laughs> or is there a chance that he just hasn't and the notification went off to be like, "Hey, are you still using this app?" If so, Here's the verification code. Um, yeah, that's a good possibility, and that's the one I hope it is. <laughs> okay, Jessica, just ask him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, let, do you trust him? Yes, I okay. do trust okay. him more okay. than anyone. Okay, then you should be able to. Then you should be able to ask him. Because if it's if it's something that's bothering you, you to, to pretend that something like this didn't happen is going to fester, yeah. and you are not going to be able to relax because he's going to one day tell you, "Hey, I'm just going to go meet my buddy," you know, after work, and you're going to wonder if he's going on a Tinder hookup. Like you just you, you have to ask, and he may lie. 
You know, he may spin some story and he may, you know, but to me, it sounds like you want this to not be the case so bad that I just don't want you to be put in a position of where you wind up believing the first story he tells you. Yeah, that's probably what I would do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it, it's easy and then you don't get your heart broken. And then he isn't just yeah. another guy that cheated on you. Why do all the guys cheat on you? Um, I don't know. <laughs> what are the reasons? Have they? Have you asked and they've given you a reason? No. Oh, like, um, you don't ask a lot of questions like in your relationships, and- huh? <laughs> like, are you just dating all the wrong guys or all those guys just dating yeah. the wrong girl? No, I'm just dating all the wrong guys who oh. like to drink and party and do stupid stuff. Okay, so this guy that you're dating right now, does he like to drink and party and do stupid stuff? No. Oh. He's like the most normal person I've dated ever. So why don't you feel comfortable asking him? I don't know. I I don't want it to be like the old ones, and he just hides it well, I guess. Yeah, and in order for this to be any sort of successful relationship with you guys, you, you have to be willing to talk about yeah. these things. And it may be nothing, it may be something, but you owe it to yourself and your own sanity yeah. to ask him about it and just be and just be straight up. You don't have to accuse him of anything, but tell him the story. We were sitting there and I saw Tinder pop up on your on your Apple Watch. What's yeah. up? What's up? Explain this to me, please, because it's been driving me nuts. And do it face to face. Don't do it on text. Yeah. Oh no, no, text is the absolute worst. Yeah. <laughs> do yeah. it face to face next time you see him, okay? Okay. Yeah, right. and you don't have to be like you don't have this doesn't have to be a, a, a huge thing. I think that that people when they go into these conversations they go in with you know looking for a fight or prepared for a fight yeah. or whatever it is as opposed to just you know getting to the getting to the truth and 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 once you you're not sort of prepared for confrontation you'll be able to tell whether he's telling the truth a whole lot easier and can i make a suggestion on how not to start the conversation yes of course (laughs) don't start by saying hey can i ask you something or don't start by saying oh i saw the stupid that's good i just gotta ask you something it's totally stupid i know but i just i have to don't do that and don't do the uh (laughs) don't do the hey can we talk yeah. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, just be just oh, just God, be that's how I would start. No, just just <laughs> exactly. be just be it. straight up. Just be straight up with them and say, listen, okay. I've been haunted and I've been bothered. We were sitting on the couch. I saw a Tinder thing pop up on your phone and my head immediately goes to the worst. And you know why? Because we've both been cheated on before. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And just then, be straight okay. up with them. Thank yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Have a good day, Jessica. Thank you for listening. You too. Thank you so much. Okay, Bye-bye. Hun, you take care. And mochas fix my life only on kiss. Finally, Brandon Walsh is on hold. We're going to talk to him in a sec. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason Priestley, uh, BH90210, is set to debut in August. It's the return of 90210, man. And there's so much going on. Uh, he's got Private Eyes coming back. Also, um, how are they going to handle the uh, the passing of Luke Perry in the uh, new version of Beverly Hills yes, 90210? Yes, yes. Uh, Jason Priestley, welcome back to the Rise of Mocha Show. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's going great, on? Man. How are you? I'm fantastically well, boys. Uh, we got so much to go through. Let's start right now with the 10th annual uh, Suit Drive with Moores. I've done this before. It is a fantastic uh, sort of initiative. How did you get involved and just break it down real quick for people? Uh, I got I got involved. I've I've been wanting to get involved for a few years. Like you, Roz, I totally believe in this thing. I think it's a great way for Canadians to give back. Uh, you know, uh, I've got a closet full of suits myself, and when I look in that closet, if I see a suit that that maybe is getting a little past its prime, I never know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. The simplest thing to do with it: take it into a Moore's the month of July. 
donate it uh, to the Morris Suit Drive and get 50% off your next purchase. It's a win-win for everybody. And question for you, BH90210, this yeah. is airing real soon because for me, back in the day, the summer seasons of 90210 were always my favorite seasons of 90210. Yes, yes, I, th- I think I think they were everyone's favorite season. So we uh, we designed this uh, this six episode season. Uh, to be a summer season, and it's going to premiere on August 7th. But I still don't have fully have my head wrapped around what the hell kind of show you guys made. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, well, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's us guys. Um, but then, but then we also morph into playing the characters too. But it's a, it's a, it's a scripted reality show of, it's a, it's a it's a fake reality show. Like it's it's a scripted show, but it's a it's a fake reality show of of us. Okay, I'm gonna interrupt real quick. Jason Priestley, you you are doing yeah. a terrible job at selling BH nine hundred two one zero to us right now. Yeah, all right. And, and, all right. I'm, and I'm gonna sell this like crazy because I'm like the biggest nine hundred two one zero fan uh, that ever existed. But so it's you guys, like it, it's Jason and Tori and I and everybody else. So you guys yeah. are Jason, Tori, and I in in the show. But then you sort of morph into the characters because you guys are then. And developing the show like is that what's happening yeah, yeah well and but we end up we end up making the show so we end up playing the characters oh okay the show. oh okay right. i get it now all, so all, all of us as middle-aged actors who had a hit tv show in the 90s decide that in this magical age of reboots we're going to try to get a make a reboot of our show i got all you right okay thank all you right. so jason Priestley, who hooks up because as we know <laughs> in uh the summer episodes of 90210 back in the day it was all about the summer hookup that's true do you really think i'm going to tell you that okay. you're going to have to watch to find that out okay but just answer one answer one question for me okay 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 because okay. i i need to know what happened to emily valentine does she make an appearance in the six episodes? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yes, she does. No, she no, doesn't. Are you serious? Yes, she does. Are you oh! crazy? Yes. Get out of here. That's amazing. That is awesome. Okay, now yeah. now I'm now I'm hooked. And uh yeah. we knew that uh that, that Luke wasn't going to do this because he was busy with, with his other show. So how did it change the way you guys were gonna handle his absence uh from BH nine oh two one oh after after he passed? Did you guys have to really rethink that or did you just sort of do the do the, the, the same plan that you guys had at the beginning? Well, we uh I mean uh, Yes, Luke's Luke's involvement was going to be uh, difficult for him because of his uh, because of his you know obviously being on Riverdale. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, but he he was part of the development of the show, and okay. he wanted to be as involved in the show as he was going to be able to contractually. Um, but you know, but dealing dealing with his passing for us has been um, uh, has been has been a challenge. You know, we wanted to do it. Uh, and be uh, and do it in a tasteful way without mm-hmm. seeming exploitative, uh, and I, I think that we've been uh, successful uh, in that. But it but it has been uh, difficult, as I'm sure you can imagine. Oh God, dude! Uh, uh, Jason Priestley on the Raz and Mogi Show, season three of your other show, Private Eyes, airs tonight. And congrats, season four! You guys start filming like this week. Yeah, we do. So we're uh, excited to be back on the streets of Toronto shooting Private Eyes. Uh, I was uh, hanging out with Cindy not that uh, not that long ago, and she was pumped um, to get into this. But I want to know, going into one of the busiest years that you've had now uh, is also the year that you're turning fifty. No, you're not. Yeah, are you really? I am. 
I am. You're I'm not turning 50, 50 this month. year. Yeah. No way. Yeah, dude. I yeah. don't believe that. I am. Time to level up. You dye that beard oh. or what? Do I dye that beard? Yeah. No, I don't. You I don't? don't dye my beard. No. I don't Dude, I don't believe that you're turning 50. Do you dye your hair? No, I don't. Really? I don't have to. Not yet. Not yet. Jeez, man. You are one of the blessed. One of the blessed <laughs> few. You look great, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Still got that baby blues. Uh, Getting away with it so far. Oh, man. Congratulations on everything, Jason. It's always fantastic to uh, to, to talk to you. The Moore's 10th Annual Suit Drive. Uh, and uh, t- again, tell people where they can go, how they can get involved in this. Uh, if, if people want more information... Uh, mosuitdrive.com mosuitdrive.com uh, and it'll give you all the information right there right on Emily Valentine I can't believe this I'm so pumped man oh, dude, dude, <laughs> Emily Valentine <laughs> you're gonna have to tune in it's gonna be good I promise oh you know we will Jason Priestley we love you so much thanks for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show thanks guys the Roz and Mocha Show podcast Raza Mocha, hello. Line one, go ahead. Oh my gosh, is this Raza Mocha? It yeah. is. How are you? I'm so good. Well, I can't believe I actually got through to you guys. This is my first time trying to call. I actually love you guys. I love the podcast. I am binging it. Oh, And wow. it is amazing. Um, I just wanted to call because I was listening to an older episode of your podcast uh, last week about when you guys were talking about camping. This is like a while ago. Okay. So I have the funniest story about when I went camping as a kid okay. with my family. Wait, what was the context and, behind us talking about camping? Um, oh, Ron said that he... Uh, okay, so Mocha, you said that you've never been camping. I went once and, and I hated it. Oh, yes, that's it. Uh, you hated it and Roz was like, oh, well, you're going to have to go when your son Cruz wants to go. Oh, true. And you're like, no, 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 I don't like it. I hate it. No, ever. And which, I mean, I totally get it. Like some people don't like it, but my family, like we go all the time. We love it and it's amazing. But this one time, this, oh, wow. Okay. So I'm just like thinking back. It's, like, I'm 19 now. It was happening when I was like probably like 10 or eight. Yeah. My parents bought like a pop-up trailer um, for us when we were younger because there's six of us. Sure. So the way it worked was that my sisters, I have two older sisters. They sat on one side of the trailer. They were sleeping there. And I was, like, on the bed beside them, like, lower. And then my parents were on the other side and my brother's on the other side. We were up late one night just, like, talking, like, just chatting about life. And my one sister is hilarious. She makes everyone laugh. She's amazing. And so she was cracking all these jokes and just being super, super funny. And my other sister, who was sleeping in the same bed with her, was laughing so hard. She could, like, not contain herself. And then all of a sudden, like, everything goes super quiet. And I felt almost like water splash on me. So I was like, what the heck? Like, did someone like spit on me? So I sit up and the one sister who was laughing so hard, like she couldn't get hear those, threw up all over my other sister who was cracking all these jokes. <laughs> so my one sister who was cracking all the jokes had vomit all over her and she was sitting there like on the verge of tears. Like, oh, you know, I thought honestly that you were going to say your sister laughed so hard she peed herself and it got all over the bed <laughs> and that's what dripped on you. Everywhere? Yeah. This I wasn't is thinking worse. throw up. Yeah. yeah, no, of course it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> And so then my parents were like, what's going on? And obviously, it was like the middle of the night. We're camping in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And my parents had to go over and clean up this mess at like, it must have been like 1 a.m. Like, I felt so bad, but it was so nasty. And like, every time I go, like, I love camping. I go every time, every year, like, with my family, with my friends. And I just think about this one time. Like, and now, like, my sister was silent the rest of the night. She didn't crack any more jokes, obviously. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's my story. And also, 
like I already said how much I love you guys. My mom listens to you every single morning. She loves Maury's her favorite. Mm -hmm. And my sister listens to the podcast with me. And my sister's favorite is uh, Mocha. And my favorite is Roz. Oh, so there you go. Have, yeah, I love you, Roz, so much. Oh, my God, your voice is like the best. Oh. <laughs> and also, like, I just love how, like, like Mocha, I love you. Don't get me wrong. You remind me so much of like my sister. Um, uh, she's amazing. The one, yeah. yeah Great. All right. I, okay. Yeah. Sure. I remind you of your sister that threw up over. Everybody. I'll tell you. You know what? You know what really grosses me out about that story? Not that one of your sisters threw up over uh, two sleeping sisters. But, it's yeah. that, but the thing that I kept thinking about is that when you take kids camping, right? Yeah. You, you just feed them garbage the whole time, right? So I can only, I, know, I can only. I know. Imagine, I can only imagine what you guys were covered in. So can you even remember what you ate? Probably like hot dogs, oh, burgers, yeah. chips, chips yeah. Oh, pretzels, oh. cheesies. Yeah. And actually the sister who got thrown up on, <laughs> so the one who was laughing, yeah. actually met you guys uh, two weeks ago at the Toronto Raptors Parade. Oh, wow. And yeah, she sent me a picture with you guys yeah. and I was so jealous. I was like, you like, girl, I can't believe you got to meet them. Uh -huh. I can't wait to so call in like, and tell them this embarrassing story about you. <laughs> I know. I'm, yeah, I texted her. I was like, yeah, turn on your radio. I have yeah. a great story that I just told them. Exactly. exactly. Well, thank you yeah. very much for calling in. It was lovely speaking with you. Thank you so much for taking my call. It was yeah. awesome. Wait, can I just um, say my name? Well, I guess it doesn't yeah, really matter. What's your, what's your name? No, of course oh, it matters. Well, I just want my family knows. <laughs> Um, it's Analia. Okay. okay. Analia, we love you lots. Thank you for thank listening you so to the show. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast and thank you for calling in. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of I course. love you guys, but Roz is the best. All right. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We went for Indian food last night. Oh, what'd you have? Um, I wanted to have a place called Benhara. Okay. On Bloor Street. Benjara. Benjara. It's the best, man. Yeah. Benny, Benny Hanna? No, 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 no. Not that, Maury. Not Benny Hanna. <laughs> you don't think I know Benny Hanna? Everybody knows Benny Hanna. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was so hot, right? Yeah. And so Rox and I were like, let's go for spicy. And so we got like extra hot. Sweat it everything. out? Just sweat it out, yeah. <laughs> we just went and we just went and had a real good You're sweat like, last night. for UFC fight. But yeah, we, we went, like we outdid the heat. We're like, we we're just, we we're so hot. She went on this massive bike ride yesterday with Catherine. I was doing stuff. And then we we're like, we need to sweat. We got we to gotta get on top of this heat. Does she like super, super spicy oh, or she like it. mild loves spicy? It. Oh, we were both sitting there sweating. Like, just like, like our faces were dripping into our food. Really? Yeah. And then she ran her, and she ran, and then she ran her finger underneath my eye and put, like, took up all the sweat. Oh, gross. <laughs> and then licked it. Ah, <laughs> salty. <laughs> she loves salt. Kids love salt, man. They're going to look up, you give a kid a plate of French fries. If the french fries are done, they're going to lick know. that plate. That's what they do. They love um, salt. So what would you order? What's like your go-to? Well, I made a mistake. I went on their website and I saw what I thought was tikka masala, chicken tikka masala. And so I ordered that. And then as I was walking to the bathroom, I, was, I, I saw somebody bringing the plate of something to somebody's table. And I was like, oh, what's that? And they go, that's the tandoori chicken. And I go, oh, that's what I wanted to order. Oh, I love tandoori chicken. And I go, can I change? And the girl goes, nah. I go, you already put it through, huh? She goes, meh. I go, can I get it to go? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now She's I have, like, yeah, you yeah, can. So now I have a giant order waiting for me on home today. Ooh, so uh, how good. was your vacation? What did you do? Uh, nothing. We just did like a lot of, because we moved recently. Yeah. So all of last week was just home stuff okay like deliveries and like people coming to the house to do like we need a new front door 
So why we that? Why do who needs a new front door? Because our front door the, sucks. The, like yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was really what bad. What makes a bad front door? I don't uh, know the about the seal this. around uh, around it wasn't yeah. like the the best. So was, a little bit of air was getting in. Okay, from That's outside and the the window. So it's a solid door, <laughs> but it's got the window in the front yeah. as well, right? And it was like crystal clear. Oh, you don't want that. So people could like. We just walk up to the door and look in your house yeah. and see us right there. So what's wrong with that? So we don't want that. Why? What are you hiding? It's stupid. But what are you hiding? Just I just want my privacy. But you don't like live like you live out in the middle of nowhere. No, Who but are, it's who's still coming to your house. Like deliveries and stuff. You don't want them to see in. So what do you no. like? You close all your windows. Like all the no. blinds are shut. Like okay, for example, here's this: the first week that we were living there, yeah. right? And it was just a crazy week. I think it was like within the first three days. Yeah. Somebody knocked on the door and we were sitting right there. Like you could see to where <laughs> we sit down to eat. Yeah. And it was a really, really long day. And my wife and I were just sitting there, not saying anything to, to each other and just eating. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Jennifer from like a couple doors up knocked on the door yeah. to tell us that she noticed that we have a Subaru on the driveway yeah. and that she sells Subarus. Fair enough. That's a great neighborly thing to do, I think. So if we're ever in the need for a new Subaru to give yeah. her a call. But what's wrong also, with that, Also, if we though? need paint and ladders. <laughs> but, but what's wrong with Jennifer seeing you guys sitting there we, eating we just, not seeing each other? Because we didn't, it was 7 o'clock at night, we didn't need but, that. But why, though? But why? Because why can't I you just be a good neighbor and, like... <laughs> why can't she be a good neighbor and just leave us alone? <laughs> but that's not being a good neighbor, though. No, it is, though. Like, you move into would, a new neighborhood. I know, and you, but you I didn't, we, didn't, we didn't want anybody coming yeah. to the door. Do you want to build a wall now, too? Or, like, what's the deal? <laughs> that's next week's project. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah, but Maury, come in here for a second. Maury showed up to work this morning with a giant beard, which can only mean that he got divorced over the vacation. <laughs> That's true. Sorry for your loss, bro. <laughs> Sorry, man. What happened? So what are you, what are you doing talking now? about? Matthew won't. I, I, see, I see you with the beard. I think there's trouble at home. No, I, I just, I, I wanted to accomplish something over the holiday, so I thought maybe this time I can get past the What do you mean itchy, accomplish something? Well, I want to get past the itchy stage. Oh, but you know, like, gr- like growing like a beard, <laughs> growing a beard is actually accomplishing nothing because to grow a beard, you actually do less. Mm-hmm. No, but you have to get past the itchy stage, which I guess is doing something. Right. There's and no such... Th- <sighs> are you happy with it? I like, I'm getting yeah, a lot of compliments. very red. And Matthew yeah. said yeah. that he feels like he's actually with a man. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, wow. Man, See, that's, that's what I would worry about being gay. I really would. <laughs> um, if, because I, with like, when you're with a woman, right, you're, you're the man in her life. Like, like anything that is like, has to do with a man or good or bad, you get the praise or the blame. But when you're gay, I worried that like I wasn't man enough because they know what man enough is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, like to, to hear Maury say that for the first time in in their relationship, he felt like he was with a man. To me, that's soul crushing. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. Oh. <laughs> and then he, we were like cuddling. He's like, I feel like I'm cheating on my husband. Oh. <laughs> oh and did you say I know that feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you better send fire, ambulance, police. Maury just got smoked. Um, but you, that you've grown bro. a beard and you decided to wear a black and white stripey shirt today. Like you look like a pirate. Yeah, like time. you you are a red neckerchief and an eye patch away from being a Malabar costume. <laughs> <laughs> 
but your beard is very red. I didn't know you, I you had that maybe such a red beard. Well, I thought that if the, the hairs finally saw the light of day, they would darken. They would darken. Like, what, like your beard hair is going to get a tan? <laughs> yeah, but it's just staying red. Yeah. So are you going to shave it or are you going to keep it? Well, I want to see how like you know how far I can go with it before, you know. I, I think it looks great. I, like, see, I, come here. All right. Yeah, I've. I think you need to trim it up a little bit. You look like, you know, um, you know when you watch a prison movie, and yeah. the guy the guy gets out of solitary confinement, like they finally pull him out of the hole after a week and a half. Yeah, that's what you look like. So trim it up a little, right? Like just like a, just trim the neck. Like even do as like a quarter of an inch or just around the bottom of the neck there, and you're gonna feel you're gonna feel a million times better, man. Oh, but I I love sort of rubbing oils all over oils. It. Yeah. <laughs> Like what kind of oils? Like beard lube or tea tree oils. Oh, jeez, you're taking it way too seriously. You don't have enough beard to be getting that oh, deep in. Oh, and I, I rub beeswax. Beeswax? <laughs> you ever put beeswax on your beard, Mocha? No. No. <laughs> what does beeswax do? To me, that seems sounds very thick. No, it's very thick, but it sort of, I guess, sort of moistens it. And so you have no idea what you're talking about. Down. You're just talking out of your ass now. I just went to the stores, like Lush and everything, and bought everything I could think of. Right. You went in like somebody who just burned their hand on a stove, right? Like running around. <laughs> Look what I've done. I need something. Yeah. Like, you know, you can just shave. The solution is to just shave, right? But then I fail. Like, you're not injured. No, but then I fail. You don't need all these ointments and all stuff, right, man. What's, what's the bet? How long until he shaves? Oh. Like by the end of the week? Yeah. I think that beard's gone by the end can of the I week. Can I get in on this? No. No. Oh, okay. I think it's gone by the end of the, the week. Game here. You think it's gone by the end of the week, yeah. huh? Really? Yeah. yeah, I have a feeling... Like you think we will see him by the end of the week with no beard? Yeah, I, I have a feeling that, that Matthew is going to like just be over the beard quickly yeah, yeah. and make him shave it. But then uh, he's back with his less manly husband. Yeah, and he's no longer cheating. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna know how much Matthew enjoys cheating on you. <laughs> if you show up to, to to work on Monday with that beard, yeah. your marriage got problems, bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You watching Woo! the uh, new version of The Hills? New beginning? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> how is it? Uh, from what I've heard, it's you know <laughs> drama, girl. Yeah. Is that the Pamela Anderson showed up in the first episode of that, right? She did, yeah. Because yeah, her kid's on it, right? Brandon, yeah. from what I've heard. Yeah. Is, is that, that the, w- the one that beat up Tommy Lee? I think I'm so. I'm pretty sure I think it it's, is. Yeah, it's Tommy Lee's kid. And Pamela Anderson, in, Tommy Lee's kid. I think that's the one that knocked him out that night. Because in the episode, he was, uh, from what I've heard, in the first episode, yeah. he was talking about, he's just like, yeah, my dad and I don't get along. Wow. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it's because you beat him up. Wow. I left him on the floor laying there in his underwear. Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> So that show's all scripted, though. Like, was the original scripted? I don't know any. I don't really. Because I, I never watched The Hills. I never yeah, watched either. any of those shows. From what I've heard, yeah. yes, of course it's all scripted. No, no, no. But what I mean is, like, is there anything about those characters that even resembles their real life existence? I don't think like, so. Like, were they really rich kids? Were they really, or did they, like, legitimately cast this show? with people because everybody knows who that Brandon kid like he's got famous parents like yeah. you can't fake that kid's background from what I remember they all just like went to high school together or oh they, they did all, oh so they, they legitimately were, a lot did of them, a lot of them were friends yeah because it started from what I've heard uh, okay. When they just were talk all, like a normal human being. Nobody's going to hold it against you that you watch The Hills. It's okay. very confusing. So they all went to high school together. They and did. They just all kind of grew up together. And as they got older, after the show ended, they kind of went their separate ways. And then... 
lived elsewhere, lived their own lives, and with this new version of the hills, yeah. they all come back to L.A. Okay. They all move like anyone that moved away, they all moved back, but, and a lot of them hadn't seen or talked to each other in a long time. But so but originally they were an actual were, group of people who went to high school together. Yes, like yes, they, they yes, weren't yes. put together by casting directors to say, "Hey, you guys are going to play kids who all went to high school together." Like the they, scenes, they legitimately maybe, did, from what I know. So, okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. from what I've seen, uh, and what people have told me is that yeah. they were all together growing up. What was the and theme Misha song? Martin. What was the theme song for the Hills? Oh my God, unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. What How's that song go again? Do you remember that song? Oh my god! No, I don't. Hold on, hold on. I was walking oh, down the street the yesterday. Thing. Yeah, they they change here. I'm gonna play this for you. Okay. Not because I have it like ready to go or anything. <laughs> no, not at all. But they like <laughs> they remixed it. This is the uh, the opening of the show. The new one. Yeah. The Hills, New Beginnings. By the way. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the original, bro. God, that song was everywhere when it came out. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't know. You got to keep the... uh, That song was a monster. Like, when you can sell teen drama, jeans, and tampons... With one song. Like, you've written a monster. You know what I mean? Like, you really have. Like, totally. What else do you need to do in a career? Oh. Oh. Yeah, they should have just used the original. Right? Yeah. This is my version of the hills. Yeah. Or no. <laughs> you can't walk that one back. <laughs> From what I know, yeah, okay. people really uh-huh. enjoyed this yeah. version. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. See this story with uh Steve Wozniak? So, he co-founder is, of Apple. Right. Yeah. Where he said, quote, people should get off Facebook permanently. <laughs> the guy. Well, because, listen, this is what he says. Uh, there are many different kinds of people, and some, the benefits of Facebook, are worth the loss of privacy. Mm. But to many like myself, my recommendation is, to most people, you should figure out a way to get off Facebook. Ooh, boy. Because they just know everything about you. Yeah. And that's coming from Wozniak. He goes, but listen. What if he knows something else that we don't? And I, he's just like giving us the warning. Yeah. He goes, listen. I mean, they can measure your heartbeat with lasers now. They can <laughs> listen to you with a lot of devices. Who knows if my phone is listening to us right now? Alexa has already been in the news a lot, lady. He goes, so I worry because you're having conversations that you think are private. You're saying words that really shouldn't be listened to. Because you don't expect it. But there's almost no way to stop it, quote unquote. There's almost no way to stop it. It's like two weeks ago when we were talking, or three weeks ago, we were talking about Instagram and yeah. the sponsored ads that pop up. Yes. And sometimes you're not even searching for something on your phone. It could be, and we've had people text in and call us on the show yeah. saying, I was just having a conversation with someone yeah. about this one thing. All of a sudden, I'm scrolling through Instagram. And I see an ad for that one thing that I didn't search on my phone. Yeah. And people were offering up suggestions like turn off 
you know, your microphone in the settings on your phone so yeah. that it doesn't listen in and pick up what it is you're saying. Yeah. The other day, I can't remember what it was, but, and it just has to be a coincidence because I know for a fact I did not have a conversation out loud with someone mm-hmm. about it and I did not search for it on my phone. But I remember earlier in the day, I was like thinking about this thing. Mm-hmm. And I see an ad for it. You were thinking about it? I swear, I can't remember. It was like a bag or like a camera accessory or something that I had thought. I was like, oh man, you know what would be cool? If I, I'm going to research this product. Yeah. And then in Instagram, I saw the ad for it. I was like, this is yeah, weird, man. Yeah, I'm doing, Or I'm maybe like you. I did have a conversation, I just don't remember. We think that we live with a basic level of privacy that we do not have. And the shocking part of all of that isn't that people can listen into your conversations. The shocking part of it all is that people don't care. Right. People don't care. Because they think... They get well, outraged when there's a leak. They get outraged when the stories come out that they can put ads up based on a conversation that you had when your phone was in your bag. People can get outraged about all that stuff, but nobody will ever delete Instagram or Facebook. No, absolutely not. Never. No way. Never. Because for a lot of people, they're like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong or I'm not... But you know, they are. Saying anything wrong. But or they are. I'm totally safe. But you're not. But you're not, really. It's not that you're doing something wrong is that you are uh, like in the web of somebody else who's doing something wrong or maybe uh, immoral or unethical or or whatever it may be. But information, people's privacy doesn't matter. You, everybody thinks that their privacy matters now. Yeah. But your privacy has never mattered less. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, when I said I was thinking about this one particular thing, yeah. I think I watched a video on it on YouTube, and maybe that's why it popped up. Of course it is. On Instagram. Yeah, and if you watch the video, the video you're watching out loud, and the audio from that video was probably picked up by your phone. Oh, yeah, and then And then it kicked up an ad into your timeline, and that's how it works. Because that has happened to me in the past. But again, you should, okay? Like, if you're watching a television show, right? Like, could you imagine this? Imagine this. Okay. Okay, let me run this by you here. What would you do if you watched a television show mm-hmm. and then you turn the TV off and you had a conversation with your wife, Jenna, where you're like, man, I just watched this show and it was like real sort of impactful and, you know, but there was like this one thing that this guy was using. It was like this cool pen that, you know, had like a pen on both ends and it was like real awesome. And then what if you went out to your front door and you open your front door and you open your mailbox and inside that mailbox was a flyer for a store up the street from you that sold that exact same pen. Oh, I drive to the store. No, you would be no, horrified. I know. I know, of course, of course. But that's exactly what's happening. You would be horrified if somebody showed up at your house and put a flyer in your mailbox for the thing that you and your wife were having know, a private conversation about. That but would be you, you just, But when an ad pops up in your timeline, you just scroll right past it. Uh, tell me more about this pen. No, it's that a cool pen, but you don't want that pen, okay? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? It's Lisa. How are you, Lisa? Good. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. Nice. And I want to congratulate Roz on making his uh, wife sick on the boat on the uh, the Ferris wheel. Oh yeah, we were in Niagara Falls. Oh, yes, so good. We did a we did a quick twenty four hours, but man, we did everything. Yeah, those, those oh, two girls God. I live with, man, they can do. They really know how to do Niagara Falls. We did. I, I have rug burns I, on my knees from oh my. 
from Niagara Falls. I don't Falls. want to know why you got rug burns. Well, exactly. <laughs> I will say this. No thanks. I'll say this. It's not the first time I've had rug burns on my knees from a trip to Niagara Falls. <laughs> but this... Oh, my God. But this... Yo, was, Lisa, you're the one that went there. I wasn't was, even going to say no, anything. No. He made it like that. For the best reasons, uh-huh. because we you have to do all these things when you're you there to. with the kid, right? Yeah. Yep. And so they just... You go from building to building to building, and each building has like five different attraction things in it. Sure. And one of the ones we went to had uh, laser tag, a laser maze, um, a bazooka fight oh game, a uh, save the spaceship game, and then one other thing. And we went into this laser maze, right? So mm-hmm. you go you go in a room, and it's pitch black, and they fill it full of smoke. Yeah. And oh at my. the very end of the room is a button on the wall. And you have to try and get to that button without break, and then they turn on all the lasers, and yeah, so they're oh just crisscrossing lasers everywhere. Yeah. So you're like Tom. Sel- you're like Tom Cruise in those shows. Yeah. I heard you almost say Tom Selleck, by the way. <laughs> uh, so well, it's too early so, in the morning. Yeah, you got to get through this laser maze uh, to then hit the button. But I like. What happens if you cross one of the lasers? It, you it, lose. It beeps, and uh, then you get a docked a point. Oh, right. Okay. And mm. so Roxy is nine, so she's little. Catherine's five foot one and does yoga and everything else. Mm-hmm. So instead of these two just manipulating their way and contorting their way through the laser maze, the lasers go and they just drop to the floor and crawl on their bellies all the way underneath all of them and hit the button in six seconds. <laughs> right? Later, Dad. Yeah. And so... It's my turn, and then I try that. Yeah. And you know me, I got a little junk, right? Yep. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> also, not good. I, I, like, when's the last time you crawled on your belly for anything? No, it's been quite a long Thank time. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Uh, so I, I crawl on my belly to try and get the laser, and I hurt my knee halfway through, and I get a rug burn, and then Uh-oh. my ass goes in the air, and I get docked a point, and it still took me 16 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Yeah, right? And then and then this is the best part. This is the best part. Yeah. So uh, we, we we walk out, and the guy's on the other side of the door, and he tells you the score, right? Mm-hmm. And as we walk out, and Roxy immediately goes, okay, who won? <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then she goes, who lost? <laughs> right? Oh. And I'm like, yeah. She already knows the answer to both Everybody of those questions. Everybody knew the answer. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you guys go to the, did you guys go to the bird um, place? No, they did that the last time. We just did a bunch of the games we we did the we went on the boat in the falls that was fun we went on that big giant ferris wheel we did like all the games oh did you do the um ripley's believe it or not did you do that no she doesn't like it she wasn't into that oh my god we went to this haunted house yeah Is Bruh. it scary? Bruh. Is it really scary? Bruh. I know which one you're talking about. Right? The one right on Clifton those. Hills. No, it's not. It's on Victoria. No? It's at the top of Clifton Hills. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you go to the top of Clifton Hill and then you make a right down Victoria. Yeah. And this haunted house isn't like, there's no coffins, there's no spooky music. It's there's just people that jump out at you. It most is. Likely. You walk down a pitch black hallway and yeah. all you do is follow these tiny, tiny, tiny little red dots. No, that, that are no like little, little red lights, and then as you're going down there, people just jump out and scare you in the pitch black. No, as you're going through, mm-hmm. as you're going through this nah, thing, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. That's, that's, that's yeah. like when Maury and Mocha go to the fright place at uh, Canada's Wonderland. No, th- listen, this thing is so much more terrifying. No, I wouldn't go. I'd it's, probably it's so much more terrifying. Eat my pants or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm it's good. not good. <laughs> hey, so, Lisa, yeah. we love you lots. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Uh, in this weather, I love eating spicy. I had spicy sausage pasta last night. And you have spicy Indian the other day, too? I did. I had super spicy Indian the other day. <laughs> yeah. And I had to go to No Frills. Because uh, I don't have my wallet. Right? Okay. I don't know where my wallet is. I have no oh, idea. Did you cancel all your cards? No. Why not? I'll find, I'll find it. <laughs> did you lose it or did somebody take I, it? No, I don't I don't know. I put it somewhere. I don't know. I've but no what I, if you left it somewhere like out in know. public and somebody has it now? I don't know. Then... I'll Have you been out. checking your credit card statements? Yeah. And so far, so good? I did once. I checked once. Yeah, so when far, so once? good. once? Yeah, Monday. Did you check yesterday? No. Oh. No. So I'm now, before I need to go and do anything, I'm the guy yeah. that calls the store and asks if they take Apple Pay. <laughs> but everywhere takes Apple Pay. No, that's not true. That's so not true at all. Okay. Corner stores don't take Apple Pay. Like, I can't just run out and get milk and use Apple Pay if I go to the corner. They don't uh-huh. take Apple Pay. Oh. Not in my neighborhood. I don't know. Everywhere I go, yeah. I, just, I use my watch. Yeah. I just pay with my watch. I know. I can't do that, though. So I had to or go with to- my phone. So I had to go to No Frills last night because uh-huh. I couldn't drive to the grocery store because I don't have my license. Oh, no. So, yeah, I'm back to being a guy with no license. Dude, what if somebody's, like, in the process of stealing your identity yeah. right now? Well, they're going to have a hard time once they get to the looks part. <laughs> one of a kind, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Broke one, the mold. One of one. This is an exclusive. Yeah, and so I and when you go to No Frills, do you go to No Frills ever? You ever been to a No yeah, Frills? Okay. I love no Frills. Yeah, so when you go to a No Frills, it's like you can't go in there with a set plan. No. Because it's like going to a farmer's market. You have to sort of dictate your meal by what's available and what looks good. Sure. Okay? Yeah. And so I, you I have like a general idea of things that you yeah, may need. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I immediately go back to the meat section because uh, that's usually where I start with everything. I get my protein and then I go and I fill my basket with the supporting cast. Sure, and, and then, then whatever go, else happens. Yeah, and happens. I go I go back to the I, 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 I hit no frills right before closing time. I guess I don't know, but they had um, like liver and mm. then something else. I don't know tongue. No, I don't know. It was in a bag. And then they and had, it was meat. Yeah, you sure yeah. it wasn't tongue? No, it was not tongue. Oh. And then they had uh, a sausage. So I got sausage, and then I went. So I, hold on. So your choices <laughs> were liver, yeah, unknown meat in a bag, hundred <laughs> percent, and spicy sausage, spicy sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and then uh? I get everything else going, and then yeah. I go up to pay, and I go, "Hey, do you have Apple Pay?" And they're like, "Yeah." So also before I leave the house, Catherine's like, "Baby, don't worry about it. Just go take my debit card." And I'm yeah. like, "Okay, cool." So I go in her wallet and I take her card. I put it in my pocket. And about to get there, and I'm like, I don't want to spend her money on my dinner, so I'm just going to use Apple Pay. And I get up to the counter, and I'm they whip me through, and I go, do you have Apple Pay? She's like, yes, we do. And I'm like, amazing. <laughs> and so I do it, and she goes, it's not working. And I go, what's not working? She goes, how's your Apple Pay set up? I'm like, I think it just goes to my Visa. She goes, we don't take Visa. Oh, no. Right? I'm like, who doesn't take Visa? Yeah. She goes, do you have MasterCard? I'm like, who has a MasterCard? I mean, I do. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> so you know one person. Yeah. <laughs> you should go back to that note for us today and be like, Mocha yeah. has one. Yeah, so... <laughs> So I, all my stuff's already in my bag because you have to bag it yourself at no oh, frills. No. So I call Catherine. I go, what's, and she goes, go take that debit card because I tried to use Catherine's debit card. It declined. 
right? And uh-huh. uh, and she goes, uh, go to the store next door and use their ATM. And I go to the store next door, use their ATM, and then I try to get money. It's declined as well. So then I call Catherine, and she's like, she's like, where did you get that card? I go, it was the one in your wallet. It's the red one. She goes, oh yeah, I canceled that one. <laughs> I go, well, what the hell's it doing in your wallet then? Yeah. She goes, oh, and guess what? The card you actually were looking for is in my pocket. <laughs> So she goes, yeah. don't, don't worry, I'll be right there. And she gets in the car and she drives me the card. Now, I, I double back in, I get her card, I'm in the store, right? At this point, I'm waiting in line. And this is the, what I love about No Frills, okay? okay. Where, where you don't, there's no embarrassment at No Frills, okay? Because by the time I got up to the line to pay for my stuff, yeah. I was one of three people who couldn't fully pay for their order. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt more comfortable or at home in my life. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, drink water. Hydrate. Yeah. I find I say that a lot to people now. I don't yeah. know why I care about people's hydration so much. Yeah. But hey. like, even when people, we've had all last week people come by the house yeah. to do work. And I'm asking everybody. Yeah. It, hey, it, I always offer water. He's like hosing down the day laborers. <laughs> all right, everybody I'm like, hey, you, do you need some water? Yeah. It's hot outside. Hey, Stay what you, hydrated. What do you do at home for water? You just drink it out of the faucet, or what do you do? Yeah, and we also, the house that we bought has a, a reverse osmosis system. Sure. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I drink that water, too? Yeah. We have a Berkey at home. A what? Do you have a Berkey? You don't have a Berkey. What's a Berkey? Berkey is this, uh, I don't even know, man. It's like this giant silver canister that just sits on like a little stool in our kitchen. Yeah. And you fill it, and then it filters through these carbon filters. Oh. Or charcoal filters or something. I don't know what it is, but you got to prime them and like pump them and everything yeah? else. And the water's incredible and it filters more than any, like all the other filters. Like it's the Berkey water is incredible. Uh-huh. And then we got Rock, Roxy, a like Berkey water bottle that has like it's. I don't like, even know what it looks like. Yeah, it's weird. Go- Google it right now. Okay. But the water from it is incredible. Like it's really, really good water. Yeah. Again, well, isn't this thing the silver canister? Yeah, that's what it looks oh. like. Yeah, you know so what it looks like. It looks to like me? we're making moonshine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like it looks like I'm running shine. Yeah, copper pipe going all over the house. Wow, that's a big unit too. Yeah, well, they, yeah. They, I mean, you can buy them in different sizes. Uh-huh. But Catherine thought she was buying the small one, and then she wound up getting the huge one. Yeah. <laughs> so now this thing is like it's. I don't even know. It's two and a half feet tall. So it's massive. So what? How like how often you have to fill it? Um, she probably fills it every other day, but because we're, we're going, we're getting away from plastic, right? Sure. That's like what everybody, we're, yeah. So Roxy went and found. She went and found these like metal straws that she has yeah. now. So it's all it's all. It, there's no more plastic in the house. Catherine's. We we drink Perrier if we have it in the fridge out of cans. No more bottles. Yeah. None of that. None of that stuff. Hey, we right? ordered from Swiss Chalet last night. Yeah. We ordered from Swiss a lot, and last night was the first time where my order didn't come in a plastic container. Because it always does with the little compartments. Yeah. This so what time did it, it come in? Just like a regular takeout, uh, a cardboard takeout box. Cardboard box. Yeah. 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 And I'm fine with that. It was great. Yeah. It was easier for cleanup, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with all of that. But to me, it's like the the one thing when you're trying to 
Because I think Yorkdale just banned straws, like all of the mall. Yeah. I think that was the big story, that Yorkdale banned straws. But like, what do you do? Like, what do you do when you just go to, like, if you're in the food court and somebody, you want to just get like a, a Sprite from the fountain machine? Like, what's the alternative? What do you do for the straw at that point? Is it just the paper straws? I think it's just the paper ones, Are yeah. everybody using those now? Yeah. Do they disintegrate when you suck something through after, it? After a while, because we had... What was it? A and W the other day. Yeah, and they use the paper straws. They and do. if you leave it in the cup for like way too long, yeah, then you just start sucking the straw up. The itself, straw, right? yeah, the like straw just, just starts to it just gets soft and right. They should like, put some well, sort of like coating around the straw, like plastic or yeah, something, then you, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you'll keep it from. All right, you're done. You're done. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How much uh, of this uh, new Beyonce song do I have here more? Is it from The Lion King? Oh, yeah? Or is it inspired by The Lion King? No, it's, it's, it's in my understanding is it's inspired because it's off a new album she put out called Lion King for the Fans. Oh, okay. So let me read you this. Beyonce premiere Spirit from The Lion King, The Gift album. Oh. So Beyonce has premiered a powerful new song called Spirit, which will appear on an album she curated for Disney's The Lion King. So I guess this is a companion album. These are not songs that are like that Game of Thrones in, album that came out, right? Uh. But but it's weird. But the, but Game of Thrones isn't like a musical. Like no, Lion King is all. a musical. So to re- then release whatever's Beyonce, she can do what the hell she wants. Just <laughs> <laughs> say no. Listen, man, it's Beyonce. I know. What are you gonna do? You gotta let her do what she wants. Yeah, that's good. I like it. I don't mind that. Oh, I like this part. Girl, you do your thing. Yeah, I like this. That's new Beyonce. It's called Spirit. Oh, so good. So good. I love it. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz. Roz phone. Hello. Oh, hi. I just wanted to say, I saw one of your videos on Instagram of you and Roxy, the chips. Yeah. I wanted to just say that video really touched my heart. Oh, you, yeah, it's really cute, daughter, right? Wow. I'm a single mom. <clears throat> sorry, a single mom. And just seeing you with your daughter just brought tears to my eyes. That's all. Oh. I just wanted to say that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's just, just very cute with you and your daughter. That's let me just let me just fill people in here on what we're what we're talking about. Um, it was Father's Day, and uh, Roxy had the idea that she wanted to do the potato chip challenge with me, which is you sit blindfolded, two people, and then you get like twenty bags of chips, mm. and you eat them blindfolded, and you have to guess what the flavor is. Yeah. And uh, so she wanted to do this with me, and I was more than happy to hang out with her and do it. And it was just a, it was a ton of fun. And then we put the video uh, up on social, and people seemed to really like it and thought that it was. 
was cute and stuff. And I had just the best time doing it because yeah. I just love hanging out. It was out. really cute. It was really sweet. Yeah, and goofing with her because she's at the age now where we, there's still so much like of life that when a nine-year-old doesn't know, they sort of fill in the blanks with, yeah. you know, with, with certain things, right? But there, there's, now she's at a point at being nine and you'll see this too, Mocha, when, when Cruz gets a little bit older and the new baby does as well, where they get to a point of where you can start spending more and more time with them as buddies. Yeah. Right? Where there's less parenting going on and there's more hanging out. Like the, the ratio... Oh, I can't wait for that. The, the ratio starts to, starts to really close. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and those moments right now where we just get to kick it um, are like some of the best memories that I've had my, my entire life. And they've all happened like within the last, you know, year and a half, two years kind of thing. What about when she like roasts you? Oh, like, yeah. She disses you. There's one thing, what was it? So you guys went to Niagara Falls over the weekend. Yeah. And um, I think you were in the Ferris wheel and then yeah. you were trying to point at the that, at the falls and be like, hey, Rox, what's that behind you? Yeah. And what was the line she said? But she like just like murdered you with words. It was so funny. She was like, "That's old news" or something. Yeah, like, yeah no. Yeah. I was the thing is, that boy is so cute. Yeah, she is. she's adorable. is so adorable. And I remember because I've been listening to the show forever. Sure. Is when Roxy was born and you were just over the moon on the, you know. The yeah, it's and now look at her; she's nine. It's amazing how fast time goes. You know, it's uh, oh, yeah. and and they, and you hear that all the time from people when it comes to kids and stuff, like mm. you know, blink and miss it kind of thing. Um, but I, the thing that I always say to Roxy, because she's asked me a couple times when when she was younger, because kids worry. Kids get sad when they're no longer the baby, yeah. right? Because they know the reaction that adults give to babies. And so they go through a period where they worry that they're no longer the baby. And Roxy would often ask me, what, what's, what was my favorite age to you, right? Like at what age for me was, was your favorite? And I always say the exact same thing to her, which is today. Yeah. Right? Right now. The age you are right now is my favorite age you've ever been. I've never loved you more. I've never had more fun with you than you are right now at this age that you are today. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, we both sort of have that attitude towards, you know, towards each other. And every day is just awesome. And every day, you know, is better than the day before. Yeah. And then that just leads to, that just leads to adventure. And I don't put a lot of pressure on her and she doesn't have to do stuff. And, you know, it's great. That's awesome. Just yeah. keep it up. Like, I will. That was just really cute. Aww. I loved Love to love that video. Yeah, so it was much. really nice. Uh, at Roz Weston, by the way, on Instagram, if you want to scroll through and check out that video. Hey, what's your name? My name's Natasha. Thank you so much for listening. No problem. Have a great day, guys. Uh, too. Love you lots, bye -bye. girl. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Um, I wanted to get yeah. into um, Aziz Ansari. Yeah, because that when did that new his new stand up drop? Uh, it came out yesterday. Really? Yeah. Because I didn't read anything about this leading up to it coming out. So Aziz Ansari, uh, the Netflix special, I guess, because he signed a deal like years ago with Netflix to release uh, all these stand-up specials. Plus, he has his deal with Master of None, yeah. his own his own show. It's a great show. Um, so this is is part of of that deal. And I've been a fan of Aziz Ansari before he kind of hit that global success before Master of None. Yeah. Like when he was just like an independent selling his comedy specials on his website for five bucks. Yeah. And I then, was buying those specials. And then he got the TV show. And then he got the TV show. But man, I got to tell you, following this guy's career and knowing his comedy, even when he blew up, yeah. 
This is a completely different Aziz Ansari. Is it really? Than what you're used to. His jokes are still funny. Yeah. His delivery of those jokes aren't as animated or crazy as what they used to be. Okay. And he talks very quietly. Really? And very reserved. Really? Does he talk about the uh, that article that said he was a bad date? Three months, uh, sorry, three minutes into the special, he starts talking about you it. You know, okay. I, I haven't said much about that whole thing. Uh, but I've talked about it on this tour. Because you're here, and it means a lot to me. And I'm sure there's some of you that are curious how I feel about that whole situation. And uh, it's a tricky thing for me to answer. Because I felt so many things in the last year or so. There's times I felt scared. There's times I felt humiliated. There's times I felt embarrassed. And ultimately, I just felt terrible that this person felt this way. And after a year or so, I just hope it was a step forward. It moved things forward for me. It made me think about it a lot. I hope I become a better person. And I always think about a conversation I had with one of my friends where he was like, you know what, man? That whole thing made me think about every date I've ever been on. And I thought, wow, well, that's pretty incredible. This made not just me, but other people be more thoughtful, then that's a good thing. And that's how I feel about it. And I know this isn't the most hilarious way to begin a comedy show. <laughs> but it's important to me that you know how I feel about that whole thing before we share this night together. Uh, yeah. So if you're expecting the Aziz sorry that... You knew from before. This is one. This one's completely different. Interesting. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a Baskin Robbins in Woodbine Mall that transformed itself this week to Scoops Ahoy, which uh, is the uh, yeah? ice cream shop in season three of Stranger Things where Steve works. Are they making the staff dress like them too? Yes. No. Dude, this place so looks incredible. Awesome. Look at this. That's so awesome. Scoops Ahoy ice cream parlor. Oh, yeah. They still sell like Baskin Robbins ice cream, but they've just there's, changed the name. Too. They changed the name. Uh, you can buy the T-shirts in there. They've got like the little action figures from uh, Stranger Things that you could purchase in there, yeah. and they've got like Stranger Things themed ice cream. So hey, ice cream. I that wanted they to sell, go to this just, so badly. Did anybody else notice that between episodes like five and seven, Steve got his tips colored? Am I the only one that noticed that? Yes. That like he had super dark hair and then they went into the elevator and then he came out with frosted tips. Like, am I the only one that noticed Steve's hair yes. change color? That he had really? like, he had got streaks. Like at some point they, they just like. Like gave, when he met up with the Russians? He, yeah. he got streaks all of a sudden? Yeah. He, yeah. He had like, he had like super light spots in his hair. Like they completely gave him a makeover in the elevator. I did not. He didn't notice. Honestly, he didn't notice Steve's hair. You should. All probably, I look at. You should probably take that to Reddit. It's it's all. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ah, uh, Mocha for the podcast. Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss ninety two five news break. Instagram is set to roll out a new feature that will let you know if you're about to leave a mean comment. So the example that they gave 
was somebody wrote a comment saying, you are so ugly and stupid. And then Instagram responded saying, are you sure you want to post this? Mm. Uh, they're also planning another feature that will try to make uh, Instagram less, less toxic by letting you mute comments from different users without those users getting notifications that they were muted. Do you get a notification, Maury, on if you've been Instagram muted? if you've been muted? You don't. I don't think you do right now. There's a couple of accounts that I've muted, and it just means that like their posts will still appear in my feed, but like way, way, way down. Well, are you sure about that? Because they're rolling something out new that allows you to mute people without those users getting notifications that they were muted. So Maybe, are sorry, you no, 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 people? no, no, no. Uh, you can mute accounts, yeah. but I think what Instagram, according to what you're reading right now, yeah. is muting their comments, uh, right? So they won't know. So if you mute a comment, do you get a notification? No. So you like, don't. let's say if Maury says something yeah. that I don't want it to appear on my feed, I can mute that comment. I, as the user of that account, will only be able to see Maury's comment. Anybody else that's following me, if they're scrolling through the comments, will not be able to see the but if that Ma- comment. But if Maury scrolls through, will he see his comment is muted? That I don't know. Right. But because I thought you were talking about when you mute accounts, because you no, can muting, mute a full account. Okay, so let me let me. Okay, I may be getting this wrong. Instagram is also planning another feature to try and make it less toxic by letting you mute comments See? from different users without those users getting notifications that they were See, muted. That's new. Yeah. That's new. So, yeah. but so that but that's new. So that would mean that currently, if somebody mutes your comment, you get a notification that it was muted. No, there's no no. no that that feature doesn't exist right it now. Doesn't exist right now. Oh, you, you can can't mute, mute an account no. right now. You can delete oh. a comment, oh. but you can't mute a comment. On, on Facebook, you can mute. Right. Do you ever, have you ever had a, you ever seen one of your comments was deleted on somebody's account? Line? Oh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. What are you commenting on? And then I message them going, you? why'd you delete my comment? Oh my God. This is the worst that social media, man. Yeah. Yes. That's the I also w- pay for that program that tells me when people unfollow me. Oh, Maury sent me a screen grab the other day of somebody who unfollowed him on Instagram. Like yeah. He was like crushed. Really? Like crushed. Yeah, it, <laughs> I don't think he wants to say. I don't think Why he not? wants to say. Because it involves work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody here? Yeah. Oh Someone just walked by with headphones yeah. on, so I'm not going to uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was super. And I, but my thing is this, and I've, and I've actually written people before because I've actually was scrolling through things. I've unfollowed people before, yeah. um, whether it be on Twitter or Instagram. I've actually, and, and I've started to follow people by mistake where then I start seeing their stuff in my feed yeah. and I'm like, why, how did this happen? And it's just from scrolling. Like to me, it accidentally happens. So I'm assuming by now this person who unfollowed you that meant so much to you has started following no. you again. No, they have not. Okay, oh, never mind. Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Stranger Things breaks oh. the Netflix viewership record for the first four days of its release. Of course it did. So Netflix says that 40.7 million people have watched at least some of Stranger Things between its premiere on uh, July 4th and then this past Sunday. They say that 18.2 million households have already finished the season. Done. Yeah, me too. When did you wrap up? Yesterday? Uh, Sunday night. Sunday. Oh, right, yeah. You stayed up late on Sunday yeah, night. 12.40. And nice. uh, the Stranger Things creator said, quote, you should definitely not assume anything after that heart-wrenching ending. So the presumed death of... Uh, ah, okay, you know. It's still early. Not even a week yet. Not even no. a week. Man. That- uh, so 
They suggest, quote, that you definitely, again, definitely should not assume anything. This is according to Matt Duffer. Because you see that thing at the thing. Yeah. And then the thing, the and, thing the, and the yeah. guy with the walks by the thing and he says, you know, hey, yo, don't. And right. And you're like, oh, snap, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay, cool. As long as we're on Trust the same me, page. I know what you're saying. Okay. As long as we're on the same page. <laughs> and then something happens and you're like, oh. <laughs> but then you stop to think about it and you're like, oh, uh, maybe. Hey, did you see what Evan Rachel Wood wrote on Twitter about Stranger Things? So she's, she no. got in a huge fight with Stranger Things fans. Who's Evan Rachel Wood again? Evan Rachel Wood, uh, uh, actor, I don't know. Uh, she's in Westworld. She's okay. famous. She's famous. She's sure. famous. Yeah, you know who she is to see her. Uh, so she wrote this, quote, you should never date a guy like the cop from Stranger Things. Extreme jealousy and violent rages are not flattering or sexy like TV would have you believe. That is all, she says. Did she ever date Hopper? No. Oh, she's just saying like the way his character is perceived on and then, screen? Yeah, and then she went back and forth with fans. Like it turned into a whole thing. Really? Like it really did, yeah. Yeah, it turned into a whole thing where I don't see, like I see Hopper as like a hothead. Oh, big who's time. Who's dealing with, you know, the destruction of the universe basically. Yeah. He's and, under a lot of stress. And his, his, his kid was somebody else's science project and he loves her a lot and he's trying to learn how to parent right out of the gate and he's also dealing with loss of his own kid. Um, but as far as like just... And also falling in love. And also falling in love. But as, as far as just, you know, putting that all together in extreme jealousy and violent rages, like, does he have violent rages? Yeah, because he's dealing with Russians who are trying to destroy the earth. <laughs> right? Wouldn't you? Who do you want in that position? Right? I'm sorry. If you're a cop, one lone cop in one tiny town, and you are tasked with banding together with... Children. Children. <laughs> okay? Against to try Russia. To, to, to try and save the world. If 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 you if you had to put your money on somebody or push somebody to the front of the line, I'm sorry. I'm pushing the guy with the violent rages to the front of the line. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> like you sort of need that guy. Not in Stranger Will, who things. every couple of days gets a tickle on his neck. This, I'm telling you, man, they waited <laughs> they waited way too long. They waited way too long in between uh, seasons because Will was looking like Stuart from Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So early reaction for The Lion King is in. They did a uh, screening for it last night. Yeah. And people lost their minds. Over how good it is? Yeah. Okay, good. Like lost their minds. I'm so excited for this movie. People are calling it like in the world of remakes and digital animation and... We've had some pretty monumental movies. I just watched that Alita Battle Angel movie last weekend. Oh, how is it? It's incredible. Yeah. The story is whatever, but visually the movie is so stunning. Yeah. Seamless. And from everything that I'm reading about The Lion King, there's been a lot of product that could blow you away in a theater, but from what I'm reading, that Lion King's a game changer. Like it's a it's a reinvention of how to do this kind really? of film. Yeah, people are loving it. Because I always thought uh, Jungle Book when they did that, I thought that was. But, but incredible. think of think of all the same people who did Jungle Book doing Lion King, but only they have six years of technology yeah. in front yeah, of them. Yeah, true. Right? 
You Can't know, wait. So, yeah. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Dodgeball and Men in Black star actor Rip Torn passed away at 88. Remember him with that famous line, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball? <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> You've got to learn the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. If you master the five D's, no amount of balls on earth can hit you. Yeah, um, shouldn't we, like, learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or...? That's what this sack of wrenches is for. <laughs> If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> uh, 88 years old. He was also um, on the Larry Sanders show, if you ever watched the Larry Sanders show. Did you oh, ever okay. watch that? No, no I, I bits and pieces of it. Yeah, he was so fantastic on that show. He was on 30 Rock. Uh, super talented. Love him a lot. Uh, will be missed. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, I was reading this story yesterday with the LCBO running out of booze. Did you see this? How the store shelves are like empty and all these LCBOs? Yeah, so what happened there? So I guess what happened was they switched to a new warehouse management system and updated the technology for handling all their products and the outbound orders. And because of the transition and the delays, stores across Ontario are experiencing massive shortages to the point of where some LCBOs had to put up signs apologizing to customers for the inconvenience. Like, Sorry, we got no liquor? Sorry, we got no liquor, yes. Yeah. Not, not a good look. Right? Not a good look. No, not in the <laughs> summer. No, it's 35 degrees now. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Masai Ujiri did a... Uh, an interview yesterday, like a scrum. And if you notice on Twitter right now, Uncle Dennis is trending and has been all night. Because Uncle Dennis, of course, Kawhi Leonard's confidant and manager, the, the guy behind everything yeah. Kawhi does, right? And if you remember back in the parade, Uncle Dennis was the one when the crowd started looking at Kawhi and going, one more year, one more year. Um, Kyle Lowry started chanting back at them, five more years, five more years. And at that point, Uncle Dennis got in on it, chanting five more years, five more years. And then you had- Did he put up his hand and everything? Yeah, oh, five. You should show five, baby. Five more years. Don't you worry. <laughs> it was as if he had the possession of the Infinity Gauntlet showing everyone. And because Kawhi, up to this point, the other strange thing about this story is that Kawhi hasn't said anything. At all. Like, has Kawhi thanked the fans of Toronto? Not that he needs to. No. But has he released any sort of statement? Nope. I'd like to thank the fans for Toronto. You guys nothing. were amazing. Thanks nothing, for the run. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, right? So it's complete radio silence. And now all these stories are coming out of how they may have, or how Uncle Dennis, may have played Toronto in the negotiations to try and squeeze out more or put the Clippers in a position of where they had to move. It was like this whole, this whole thing. And so they asked you, uh, Ujiri if he thought Kawhi was up front with them throughout the process. And Ujiri says this, I think he was, then long pause, Kawhi was. Oh! <gasps> It's like a sneak diss to Uncle D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's shocking oh, to me that wow. it's shocking to me that somebody, even though, you know, he didn't want to be here and everything else and yeah. whatever. Um, it's it's shocking to me that he still hasn't said anything. It's not shocking to me. No? No. It's not shocking to me at all. Because he never really said much about anything anyway. 
And even I when guess. the few times that he had ever been interviewed, yeah, I guess he is very vague in his answers. Yeah, and he's always the one thing consistent that Kawhi would always say yeah. is. He, it's all about basketball. He wants to play basketball. He wants to play basketball. Hey, I put in that clip. If you import it, you can hear it. Uh, and while you're doing that, let me tell you what Danny Green had to say. And during the whole Kawhi thing, everybody was talking about how the California weather was going to be a huge factor in whether Kawhi left or not. And we were all sitting here so upset because we had just about the worst June we'd ever had. Yeah. Right? So Danny Green... Uh, did an interview and this is what he had to say about his time in Toronto. He goes, I loved pretty much everything. The food, the people, the fans, the nightlife, the city. Them gals. The only thing I didn't like was the weather. (laughs) (laughs) Off to LA you go. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, The King Street Pilot Project has a brand new name. What? So it's no longer the King Street Pilot Project. What is it? I didn't know this. It's now called uh, the King the, Street Forever Project. The King Street Transit Priority Corridor. <laughs> oh God, what a lame name! Got a real ring to Sorry, it. Sorry, say huh? that again. It's the <laughs> the King Street Transit Priority Corridor. That's I was so just stupid. reading this. I was like, I saw the headline. They just call it the King Line. I, I don't, don't know, man, because it's that it's that area where there's like no cars and stuff allowed, right? Like it's no longer the pilot project because they moved past that. And they're like, it was why a they just call it the King success. Street No Car Zone? I don't know. How about I don't that? know, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the the KSTPC. <laughs> you can't like sorry what <laughs> the KSTPC. Oh god, the King Street Transit Priority. Put that Corridor. on a flyer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we really had a we really know how to jazz things up, huh? Oh man, you know we really do. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's now time for Ask Roz and Mocha. This is where we take all your questions from Instagram and try to answer as many as we can. By the way, we make our posts uh, live on Wednesdays at KISS925, and we'll go through all the questions and invite one of you to join us to ask us your question live. Hello, Brian. Hey, good morning. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing great. How old are you, Brian? I'm 50. You're 50. Okay. You sound 50? Damn. I thought thought you was going to say 26. I wish I... I, I, I'm being honest. I'm on the air. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So you're you're 50. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Brampton. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, For those who don't know Brampton, Brampton, um, just outside of Toronto. It's where Alessia Carr is from. Yes. Thank you. Thank Uh, you, Mike. All right, Brian, what is your question for the podcast? Knowing what you know now, Mm -hmm. if you could go back... If there was one thing you could change or do, what could it be? Oh, there's so we many get this different ways. A lot. You can take this. And my answer changes every single time we get it. Mine doesn't. No. I don't think I wouldn't change I wouldn't want to screw anything up that could get to the point that I'm at right now. No, okay, but let let me let me uh, yeah, no. I'm not talking about changing the course of history, okay. right? So let's say if you could go back and change, because I know we were just talking about this. Yeah. If you could go back and change something, I would include in that um, when I was 11, I wouldn't have said no to piano lessons. Oh, okay, sure. You know what I mean? So Where now at 44, I'd be really good at the piano, which is my number one dream in, well, my number six dream in life. Like, so like don't drop out of karate? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Don't drop out of karate. Hold on. How long were you in karate for before you dropped out, Maury? I was. I only did white belt, like the first belt. My right. dad brought me to the library where they had free summer programs. Your for dojo karate. was the library. <laughs> that wasn't real karate, bro. That's not. That's karate with a C. 
<laughs> Small C karate. <laughs> yeah, that was a real karate, bro. No, you went, you, you did karate at the library? <laughs> yeah. That must have been the quietest session ever. Um, let me see. I don't Oi. know. Like, I thought one time when I was a kid, yeah. my neighbor, my friend Steven and I tied our bikes together with a piece of rope on the handlebars and rode around the block. Like super, super fast. Yeah. I don't know why we did that. Because you're dumb. Yeah. yeah. And then he immediately came to a stop. He was probably trolling me and my bike kept going. Yeah. And once the rope stretched as far as it could and it tightened, yeah. I went over the handlebars and smashed my chin on the curb. Yeah. Split it open. Yeah. And rode back to the house, bleeding. There's blood everywhere. My dad got so mad yeah. and it had to take me to the hospital to get stitches. And it was the same day that we had this big family outing to go strawberry picking. <laughs> okay. So everybody was pissed and half the day was wasted with me going to the hospital to get stitches in my chin. So if you could go back and change something, you would go back and make sure that your family didn't miss strawberry picking one <laughs> Sunday afternoon? I guess. What a waste. <laughs> I, know, I don't know. That's the one thing that, that comes to mind. I know. I mean, I once stole a comic book. Maybe, like, don't steal the comic book. But what did that, oh! but did that lead to anything else, though? Well, no. No, it didn't. Okay, what about that time I got uh, arrested for shoplifting at HMV? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You could do that. Man, my parents yeah. were pissed. Yeah, you could I would you okay, could say that. Because so that, that that was I'm sure that really hurt your mom and dad because that probably made them feel at that time like they did something wrong. Like that was they, the they, first they like they failed. And only time. I think we talked about this on the podcast yeah. before. That was the first and only time I've ever seen my dad cry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that. you don't you made your father cry one time. I yeah. get that. You don't you nobody ever wants to be in that I have position. A follow up. Yeah. You said it was the first and only time you ever saw your dad. Did your dad not cry at your wedding? Uh, nope. So he only cried when you got arrested, but not at your wedding. Yeah, that's yeah. fine, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I find that funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. I only saw my dad ever cry once. I've never seen my dad crying. Yeah, I only saw my dad ever cry once. Um, if I could go back, I would, I'm probably going to be real practical, and Mocha's dad, Vern, is probably going to be really proud of me for saying this, but I would have started socking money away way earlier in my life. Oh, yeah. Uh, that too. Yeah. When you're f sort of first getting into the workforce and you get your first job and then you get your first raise, you just start spending more. Mm -hmm. And I wish that years ago, or my early 20s when I actually started working, that every sort of little bump in pay that I got over the next 10 years, kind of hitting up to 30 years old, that I just lived on that initial principal amount and banked every sort of increase, small increase that I had right. after that. Uh, because I think that that is where people are going to start really feeling the pain is when they realize how difficult it is going to become once you're later in life to actually save money. It's really tough. Yeah, it's that really too. Tough. I was going to say that all that. Yeah, because I didn't really know a lot about money. I was one of these jerk-offs that, you know, signed up for an 18% oh, you know, credit card and, We've maxed, all been there. And, and maxed it out and it took me 15 years to pay off and then I got in trouble with taxes and all that. Like I just, money to me in my early 20s was just, I didn't get it. I really, really didn't get it. And I, and I think that if I could change something, I would go back uh, and with the education that I have now about money and just been way better with it. Hey, Brian. Yeah. You've obviously thought about this. What's the uh, the one thing that you would go back and change or do? Yeah, well, one thing, and it's just something I, we did a year ago and, and it's kind of funny, having the two kids when you have young kids, first thing they always want is a pet. And they keep bugging you, want a dog, a puppy, puppy, puppy. One of the things that we, my wife and I, we just didn't do it. There was just so many other priorities. 
a year ago, guess what? We got a puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I could go back, I would have got that puppy a little earlier in life. But best thing, Milo is awesome. Oh, and, I, thought, uh, I thought you were going to say you regret getting the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I no, thought no. you were going to say something about having two kids. Because yeah. when you started that story off. Yes. <laughs> also, it it could have gone a couple different ways. Can I just say before we wrap this up, Brian, if anybody is listening to this right now and your one regret in life was not kicking Maury's ass in library karate that one time, <laughs> please reach out to us. Silent library karate. Right, yes. Please reach out to us. <laughs> Big ass karate classes, awesome. bro. Yo, Brian, thanks so much, man. Hey, no problem. Have a great day, guys. You too, Bye buddy. Brother. Take care. Josh asks this question. What's your go-to to keep cool in the summer? the go-to way like aside from sitting like, in air conditioning yeah like i wonder if he means like like some home uh, remedy on how to stay cool like drink I'm rubbing... water or always drink a oh. beer or always jump in the pool well all of those things yeah I, I, like what's my go-to way I, I don't think it's just one way i um i spend a lot of time in the basement in the summer yeah oh know? that's nice yeah that's cool. yeah because <laughs> it's cold right it's nice and cool down there yeah. you have things down there to do or is it you sit in a dark basement yeah i just go i literally <laughs> go down more i sit on the washing machine <laughs> Just like read a book or something. Thirty-five no, minutes. No, I got a lot of stuff. I uh, I binged uh, I binged Chernobyl in the basement. That HBO show. Did you really? five episodes? Yeah. Oh my god. On one of those a... hot days we had recently. Really? Yeah. That's I, like a serious show to watch, though. Oh, it's Chernobyl. Yeah. No, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I watched all five in a row. I went down to the basement for five hours. <laughs> just to stay cool. Yep. And watch Chernobyl. Just blew right through it. Holy cow! And I, what I did is before I walked downstairs, I went to the fridge. I opened the fridge. I grabbed three cans of cider. Yeah. And I walked downstairs and I line them all up on the table and then I just sat down and I watched all five episodes of Chernobyl hey, and had three ciders. When you finish a can of cider, do you like crush the can in celebration or something? Like do you do one of those things? Where Before like- I put it in recycling, I do. Not oh. in the room because then you know where to put it. It leaks everywhere. Yeah. No, I crushed it on my thigh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Damn, Maury. Because I got How do you thighs. keep cool in the summertime? Oh, I, the, my dad has a pool at home. I'm like sometimes just in my underwear. Yeah. Like just that strip down. Yeah, don't put a, like a cold towel on your head yeah no you don't you walk around with a cold towel on your head <laughs> it, in works. Your underwear. it works it works rocks does that yeah because yeah because you know why she yeah. watched an episode of bear grills uh-huh. and she watched them uh pee on a rag and wrap it around his head and it kept him cool and Did so she pee on a rag no no but now she <laughs> now now she always oh. asks for a uh, a towel with some water mm-hmm. on it and she puts it around the back of her neck and really? it keeps her keeps her cool do you ever just oh, open damn. the freezer sometimes to just let the cold sort of go on you no <laughs> no, no. Also, we have our freezers below. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'd be like bent over. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> That'd be weird. Uh, Adil asks this question. Would you rather not be able to reject Dammit Maury's phone calls? Right. Meaning you have to answer anytime he calls and you cannot hang up. You have to wait for Maury to hang up. Oh, God. Or would you rather have to fart unbelievably loud Every seven minutes for the rest of your life. Farting, 100% farting. Yeah, my answer is Absolutely. farting as well, yeah. And then every time Maury would answer, would call me, I would just pick up the phone and fart into the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 100% I'm going with farting. I mean, yeah, do you want to think about that? You answered way too quick. No. no as soon no. as I read that uh, that question, my immediate answer was fart. Can I be honest with you more? Yeah. Uh, when Mocha was reading that question, he got the part that said, would you rather have to talk to Maury every time he answered the phone? And in my head, I was like, I don't care what comes next, <laughs> that. <laughs> What if it was lose a toe? Like, I'm good with that, man. <laughs> He's got nine more. Yeah, got nine more. <laughs> yeah. 
Whatever. People love people with nine toes. <laughs> Happens all the time. Alan with picks writes this. What's one talent you wish you were good at but are terrible at in real life. For example, I wish I was good at snowboarding, uh, but I have horrendous balance mostly because of my giant head. Oh, wow. Uh, so is there anything that you wish that you could do that you were talented enough to, to do very, very well, but, uh, but you're actually like, terrible at in real life? Something that like I can't learn? Is I'm it sure something you can go learn? He's, it's not like a like a. There, there's some a things quiz. that this guy's never going to be good at. He's never. He's obviously tried snowboarding. He's not yeah. good at it at all. I he tried wishes, snowboarding. He once. wishes he was great. Not at my it. thing. No. No. Definitely not. But do you wish you were good at it? No. You don't care. I don't care that much. No. I don't mind it. Yeah. But is there anything like? Care. Is there any talent you wish you had? Like any skill that you wish you had? I mean, I wish I knew how to swim. Because yeah. I don't know how to swim as a grown ass man, right? And we bought a house that has got a big ass pool in it. But you can you can take care. But of I can that. learn can how to swim, which I, I plan on doing. Yeah. Jenna posts pictures, and it's always Mocha in the pool with a big floaty like around. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like, I'll, like I'll tell you, I wish I could walk up to any piano anywhere and just hammer out anything. Ooh, that's great. I yeah, wish I had that talent. Like I wish I had that talent where I could just like crush. On the on a piano, yeah, um, because it's that is something that takes years. Like swimming, you can learn in a, in a, in, in a couple sure. weeks, but to actually just be able to sit down at a piano and just crush it, yeah, is such a. I'm always in awe when somebody can do that. And I'll tell you the other thing that I wish I could do, and it's not even that I enjoy it that much, but I feel that. I would be good in that world because I wouldn't take any crap from people uh, is I wish I was an amazing golfer. Oh, wow. Yeah, because okay. people that I know that are good at golf are also huge douches, <laughs> right? And I, and I wish, and I wish that I could go and just crush them. Yeah? Yeah. All yeah. right. I wish, I wish that. But piano, I would say piano, being excellent at piano is the one skill that I really wish I had. Do you have a Maury? Mine, I have two. Mine has always been drumming. Like yeah. I wish that I could just go behind a drum set and do like the you know the big solo from In the Air Tonight from Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you need to not account first, though. So why don't you say you wish you could count? And then, then once, <laughs> once you fulfill that wish, <laughs> so, so you have then, three things on yeah, your list. Why do I need to know how to count? Because that's what drumming is. Okay, go. And number well, two is why is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it's it was music, just, dude. It's music, music, oh. all music counting for sure. That yeah. drumming. Yeah. And um, the other thing that I really wish I was good at is woodworking. Oh, good. That's a great oh, one. That's a good one. Yeah. I watch, that's a great everybody one. Everybody in Matthew's family, yeah, they all are in woodworking, right? And they put in hardwood floors, or they build like an amazing thing in the backyard. And I'm just like, oh man, I wish I could do something. Yeah, like again, that. one of those skills that would take years to sure. to perfect. Okay, kind of I got another one. Yeah, go. I wish I could. Uh, and this is really stupid, but I wish I could break dance really well. Really? Yeah. Have you ever tried? I have. Like when you I was put a kid. down like a box and yeah, we did in school in yeah. elementary school. You get the cardboard the box. cardboard boxes, yeah. yeah. And I knew some like fantastic break dancers growing up, like amazing. And they used to do shows and everything. Yeah, we used to hang out all the time. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I could dance like you guys. I'm gonna add yeah. an, a third one off of that because I wish I could dance because like Matthew took. Uh, hip hop lessons when he was a kid, right? And it'd be so cool if we could do choreographed dances Jeez, together. Wait, God. Does, does he still does he still use does those hip hop to... dancing skills like at home or? Oh, that all the time. Yeah. Really? Oh, all the time. Wow. Um, I'll say this: I also wish I could wrench. I wish I could What's take a, take apart an engine and put it back together, like Ooh. a like a full proper engine. I wish I could work on something, have a long term project like on like a car. Yeah. Uh, I can I can small engines are fine with. Like I can clean the carb on the lawnmower. I could do all that stuff. Sure. Right. Small engines, I'm good with. I can empty the oil. I can, you know, fix minor problems, spark plugs, all this sort of stuff. 
um, belts, but large engines, sort of old school engines. I, I, I never, because I never had a license, so I never had a car, so I never, looked, also at, I never looked under the to hood. to have a certain kind of brain for that. You do. As well. Yeah. You're almost like the, like, you know in the Lego movie where the, the master builder, they kind of see the parts yeah. and they can envision the way it's going to go to make the final thing. Yeah. I have an uncle uh, in California and a lot of my uncles growing up in Guyana were uh, just big time into cars and motorcycles yeah. and a lot of them are mechanics. And they had all learned, not from school, but just from tinkering yeah. on their own. And my uncle, he said when he moved, I think it was he moved to California and he was just, he was going to school or he had to do some sort of a test to mm-hmm. progress his career. And he was given a car engine that was completely taken apart. And he was given it uh, to him on a Friday and he had to come back on Monday yeah. with the entire engine put back together. It's awesome. And he was it's like, awesome. I was like, so what'd you do? He was like, I had to figure it out yeah. and I had to do it. Yeah, you do. You do. Did like you, you have to have a different kind of brain. My did dad's you, biggest dream is to do that. Did you take auto? Did you have auto mechanics in school? We did. Yeah. Did you take it? I didn't take yeah, it. See, I did. And I wish I did. Yeah. I never I, had that. That was never an option. No? No. We had woodworking or that was it. That was it. No, yeah. we had- I really yeah. wish I took that. And, and I mean, going back to, to growing up, because my dad knows a lot about cars mm-hmm. as well. And I wish all those times he had me in the garage holding the flashlight for him. Yeah. And explaining to me what it was he was doing and how he was doing it and why he was doing it. I wish I wasn't like in my mind, like, oh my God, this is so boring. I don't want to be here right now. Right. Because looking back at it now, it was like really important things. Like for example, changing car brakes. Yeah. Like he changes his brakes all the time. Yeah. And he used to have me hold a flashlight for him and explain, but now- I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And I'm afraid to do it by myself because I know I'll screw it up. So I just have to pay some a mechanic that's, to do it for me. That's the trick. Hey, you did so, a great job when you changed my tire. Oh, yeah. I mean, changing, changing a tire is, is not different than changing a brake, though. Pretty easy changing brakes to do that. So, what's going to be your thing then with your kid? Like when you used to hold a flashlight for your dad. Yeah. And you were like, God, I wish I wasn't here right now. But in hindsight, all these years later, you wish you paid attention. What's going to be your thing that you're going to do with your kid? What are you oh, going like, to have your kid help you out don't with? Don't say wrestling. Like working out, like hand me that 10 pound barbell. <laughs> yeah. Listen, son, you want to get swole? You do this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I wish. But like, what's the thing? Like, what's the thing that I you don't can, know. Like, you know what? That's what a great you, question. What I have pass no idea. On? Like, what are you, what is this, this, this skill that you're going to, that you in your head, because I know, you, I know with your old man, he knows a lot about cars and everything else, but it was, you know, his, his sort of philosophies on finance and, yeah. and saving and, you know, he's an accountant and all this stuff. But like, what's your thing? Like, what are you going to make sure that you teach your kid? Like, what's the thing that you do or you know that you really, want to make sure that you I honestly I have no idea I would say because you mentioned my dad it would probably be something like financial planning like at a young age right because I remember my dad even back then when I was in high school used to try to to teach me about money and and budgeting and financing and Mm -hmm. this and this and this and as I got older it wasn't until when I was like way older that I realized like how important that kind of stuff is right Mm -hmm. especially when you're going into uh, moving out and buying your own place Mm -hmm. and learning about saving money and budgeting and not wasting your money on like nonsense and stuff right I mean you're a great DJ why don't you teach Cruz to DJ that's true too yeah that's I guess, true. Yeah, that's I can do true. That. He could be one of those kids on YouTube that's like six. I watched a video yesterday of this three-year-old Asian girl playing ping pong with her old man. Dude, I saw that! And like, 
I'm incredible, like, right? Yeah, it's incredible. And and so that dad is like, he knows something very well, which is obviously how to play ping pong. Yeah. But not only that, teaching somebody to do something is different than being good at something. Being a good teacher is completely different than having the talent at that particular thing. And he's obviously a fantastic teacher. And this three-year-old playing ping pong, man, it is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I've, I'm like, it looked like it was animation. Yeah, like, it really it was, did. It was so crazy. But uh, but yeah, I think I think about that stuff all, all, all the time I mean, It'd be pretty well. cool if Cruz was ends up uh, holding the flashlight for his grandfather, your dad, and actually paying attention to oh, fixing cars. Yeah. yeah, and then going, oh, dad, I wish you could have taught me this, but you don't know anything, <laughs> so I had to go to grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. You can't do that with cars now, though, because all cars are computers. <laughs> like, no, you know. have to know how to code know, in order to say, fix a car go now. To code camp. Yeah, like, Learn you, that. Can't, you can't open the, open the, like, if you open the engine and your kid's there with you, what are you going to do? You're looking at a giant sealed box. Yeah, completely. <laughs> like, there's no fun there. There's yeah. no, you can change the battery and stuff. Yeah. Right, but now what you have to do is- You got to plug in a computer. I'm telling you, you got to go on, you have to go on Kijiji right now and you have to find like- some sort of cool, badass muscle car that needs about three years worth of work into it. You park that in the garage of your big new house and what you do is when Cruz hits like eight or nine, it's you, your dad, and Cruz, and your old man teaches both of you. Oh my God, dude, I would cry every yes, single day. that's what you do. I would cry every yeah, single that's day. that's what you do. That's I what feel you like do. this moment is so special, yeah, I love it. I'm telling you right now, that's what you, that's <laughs> what you do. But eventually when Cruz starts teaching Mocha how to swim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know. yeah. Oh, somebody wants to know if Roz has the, a favorite cat out of the three. Out of uh, Pickles, um, Fig, or Trash? Coco? Oh. Um, do I have a favorite? I think, I mean, Picky's my favorite. Pickle's my favorite because she was the OG. She's the first one that we rescued. Um, but it, it, the better question is, do the cats have a favorite? Because they for sure do, mm. which oh, is, which is, I'm Pickle's favorite. Roxy is 100% Fig's favorite and Catherine is Coco's favorite. Oh, like, so each one of them has one. Yeah. It's like our, uh, it's like our Pokemon. Aww. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a good one. Okay. If you were forced to remove something from your daily routine, what would it be? Oh, God. If I was forced to remove something from my daily routine. Yeah. If you're forced to remove something from okay, your daily routine. Okay, I got routine, one. Yeah, go for it. Because it's easy to get around, I guess. Mm -hmm. Every single morning on my way into work, I always stop at Tim Hortons. And I grab a, a coffee, coffee for my drive into work. That's the one thing that I could get rid of. Yeah. Because I can just like make a coffee at work. Fair enough. Yeah. If you had to be forced, I guess, giving up a morning coffee. Not a lot of people would pick giving up the morning coffee. Right? Yeah. I, I, there's no way I would give up taking a shower. I shower every morning. Right. There's no way I would give up brushing my teeth in the morning. No. There's no way I would give up rubbing lotion all over my body after I shower. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. wow. Okay. No. Lotion over coffee? Really? Yes. You got lotion over coffee? Hell yeah. Interesting. Where do you start when you lotion up? I start on my chest. Yeah, your so, chest. Yeah. You lotion your chest yeah, every day. Everything, dude. That's so and interesting like, to me. Everything. That's interesting. You go yeah. all the way down and everything? Everything. Really? Yep. That Get doesn't my feet, that, that, toes, everything. That doesn't lead to other stuff though? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Doesn't? Just I soft. Could, oh yeah, I couldn't. Moisturize. I couldn't. Yeah, no. Everything. I couldn't I couldn't lotion. I would I would be late for work every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't lotion up. I got control, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You're a better man than me. All right, what, what would be the one thing? I don't thing know. Maury, what think? would you take out of your daily routine if you were forced to? 
Um, I'd say probably private browsing. Okay. No so, way. So mi- micro cheating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Because I was trying to think. No of, way. There's no Absolutely way. Absolutely not. There's no way. Like maybe my nap. Okay, Maury. Here, let me put it. Let me put it this way. Okay, what if right now I figured out a way to on your computer completely disable private browsing? Well, then I could never do it again. Right. So what would you do? I couldn't do it. I wouldn't. Ha- I wouldn't be able to. But what would you do? What would I do? Yeah, I'd have to use my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> so, still find a way to micro cheat <laughs> instead of instead of uh, you know what reflect on what I've done and you know maybe try and be a better person and husband. He's like now I have to use all those things that I saw in private browsing from memory. <laughs> I'm still doing. I'm still do it. You have anything? Um, yeah, if there's something I would get rid of for my daily routine, I don't. I, I don't have a. I mean, my my whole morning is routine. Like my whole life is is routine. I wish I could say uh, getting rid of uh, you know working a few hours of my day, but that's that's an impossible thing. I think on my way home. Um, I'm productive in an Uber because I take Uber home and to, and to work. Uh, I'm productive on my way home, but I think if I could change something, I, I, when I leave the show here and I go and do the TV show, I'm so exhausted mm-hmm. that that period of when I leave here and get to there and I usually have about 20 minutes before I have to go into makeup, I, I don't do anything. I usually just sit that's and nice though. I, I would, you need that. Everybody I would, needs yeah, that. Yeah, I would I used to take the time to meditate everything else, but I I feel that I have 40 minutes in my day that's not productive and it drives me crazy. But I think it's beneficial for the rest of your day and the rest of your life yeah, to do I, nothing. But I don't know if it is though. Like that's my thing is I'm still torn. Yeah. I'm still torn whether I force myself to take that time because I need to recharge for a little bit uh, or if I feel that my day would be better served and my life would be better if I took that 40 minutes to better myself with something, read something, do something, figure something out. I don't know. So if I could change anything, it would be to fix that sort of 40 to, to, to 60 minutes that I have in my mid-morning where I don't have much to do. Why don't you sit and think about it? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, every week you'll see us on Instagram at kiss925. Post a picture that reads ask Roz and Mocha. That's where you ask your questions and we'll uh, try our very best to get through as many as we can. Don't forget, rate, review this podcast wherever it is that you get it from. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Frequency Podcast Network, Spotify, and uh, we'll read a bunch of your reviews and your ratings uh, on the following podcast. And friendly reminder, you now get the Roz and Mocha Show podcast Mondays and Fridays. Fridays. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10. Kiss925.com or download the Kiss925 app.